This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, a very, very good evening. It's Sunday night. It, oh, it's always the night after. It's um, the game. It's oh, We've got another defeat to talk about. But not only have we got a, a, another defeat to talk about, of which there are six goals in a game that Wolves have been involved with. Wolves have scored more than once. We've scored two. Um, and we've lost the game 4-2 to Leeds. It doesn't tell the whole story of the game. It's... Um, it, it was a all every game against Leeds always seems to have some sort of controversy. Last season we had the uh, we were coasting two and a lot roll sending off controversy. We lose it late on three two, almost was going to be three two, and then there's another controversial goal at the end. There's controversial decisions again. People are talking about the refs again. People are talking about VAR again. Stockley Park. You know, the word corruption has, has arisen from certain fans in certain quarters. We've talked about this before, but it does seem that time after time, these things are not evening themselves up. And this is why Wolves fans are getting incredibly frustrated. Boy, do we have an absolute... Uh, I mean, we have an incredible show. We're going to be opening. I can tell you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be opening the Pandora's box because I've heard some views behind the scenes in the green room and uh, that some of them are going, to, you, are going to get you talking. We've already got over 100 people live watching the show. So really welcome. We're going to get stuck in. Um, we're going to be talking about the game. We're going to have honest, forthright views from our fans, our Wolves fans and pundits tonight. You guys in the chat can get involved with it as well. Uh, we're going to have, obviously, the usual, the performance rating, the man of the match, and, of course, a highlight of the day, of course, with the wheel question as well. But as well on top of that, we do have, as requested by loads of you guys, that we have a secret word that I've given the task for every single one of our pundits tonight to try and slot in somewhere. And it's your task to see whether you can spot that secret word as well. If you've got any questions for the uh, for the, for the Wolves fans, for the pundits, um, make sure that you uh, put them on. If you want to be, uh, if you want to stand out, send a super chat because that will be guaranteed on getting shown on the screen. 
and um, you know, put your conversations out on there, and we'll put as many questions as we can and put your thoughts in the thing. We're going to kick off. Uh, we're going to kick off tonight because we've got um, my good friend Jason uh, Guy. How you doing, mate? Welcome to the show. I'm all right, Dave. Yeah, living the dream, mate. Absolutely. Uh, we've got Chris uh, from Wolf Life Acorn to Oaks, who's uh, the, who, uh, the company help power the show. And uh, Chris will obviously tell you a little bit more about how we can help you. And we've got a returning pundit who's held fire for a few weeks and he's going to set the, uh, the torch paper alight with some of his comments tonight. But we've got amazing views. We've also got Nathan Hoops. We've got Sooty. We've got Craig. We've got Jack all backstage in the green room. So much to talk about. And as I say, we've now up to 150 watching in the chat. Loads of you saying evening. Leave your thoughts. Let you know. Let us know where you're watching from in the world. And um, we'll get stuck straight in. Sam, how are you? I'm, well, after yesterday, I myself am very well. But we'll talk about yesterday in a bit, won't we? So, we yeah, very good. And Chris, welcome back. Um, how are you? I'm great, thanks, Dave. Yeah, I'm good. I uh, I, I enjoyed watching your um, footage from the match yesterday. That was uh, there was there was one or two expletives, which obviously we won't be uh, joining in with. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's that's true. Obviously, you know, I've, I did uh, our interview after the game, which has had nearly fifteen thousand views. Um, I was, you know, quite annoyed after the game. Uh, I, I don't tend to rant, but I had a little bit of a, as it, rant in the match vlog. We interviewed a couple of fans from Denmark and a couple of other fans as well. We had the international fans that have sent in their comments. And tonight here on the show, we're going to be having the last say on Leeds. And obviously, we're going into the international break. At the moment, uh, we're still somehow in 13th place, but that gap that we thought we'd build up has started to close. Jason, let's kick off with you, mate. Um, a day on. Um, how are you feeling? What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, listen, I think the, the scoreline 40 was a flattering scoreline, you know. We scored, you, you, if you look at our goals, I'll go through Leeds' goals, but you look at our goals, they were, they were both lucky goals. Yes, I know Johnny's, Johnny's was pretty special, but listen, nine times out of ten, they ain't going in. Cooney goal, obviously, deflection. Um, what surprises me most about the game yesterday, I've just looked at some stats, 66% possession we had, as opposed to Leeds, 34%. 23 shots, eight on target, as opposed to Leeds, 11 shots, four on target. Um, yeah, we're three 0 down at one point to to a team which are in a, a, a relegation battle like us. You know, I can understand if we're three 0 at home to Man City or possibly Chelsea, but come on, we shouldn't be three 0 at home down to Leeds. And do you know what, Dave? Um, there was just some really, really below par performances out there. If you look at the Leeds goals, I mean, the first goal was actually a well worked move by Leeds. Obviously, down the left, cut it back. You know, it was it was a decent finish. Yes. We could have done better at closing down the player who, who took the shot. But the ailing goal, I mean, you, you put it on your video earlier, Dave, and you've seen it on your vlog. I mean, that is just awful marking. I mean, it's just really bad. There's a player at the far post in acres of space. And just well, shall I just um, put that on the screen for everyone yeah. to see what you're referring to? Because this angle that you've got here, if you haven't watched my match vlog, this is just a little excerpt. You swear it, I think, Dave. I, I, I don't know, did I? <laughs> yeah, I think you did. 
I don't know, I can't remember. But anyway, this is an angle which, I mean, I wasn't very happy at the time because the marking was, we're going to talk about obviously the refereeing decision, but the defending for um, all three goals. The first one, okay, kind of like, should have done better, stopped the cross, the guy got in, it's a good finish. But the, 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 the second goal was dreadful defending. I mean, it yeah. was it was Sunday League defending. And then the third goal, Johnny Otto, what's he doing? He should never have that next. But let's just play for everyone to see. This is the second goal. And you can see what Jason is referring to. That's the bit where they've just... <laughs> Right, yeah, let's just look and scroll this back just to there a little bit. And this guy, he's free on the back post. He's just he's run from the front. Whose job is to um, whose whose job was to block that? They got two zonal markers, ain't they? And everyone else is man marking. Is that correct, Jason? <laughs> We've been down. Ask me. I mean, look, Dave, at the end of the day, that is just indefensible at any level, let alone Premier League. And listen, that's just shocking defence. Look, he's, he's a free man on the back post. Even I just scored that. It's ridiculous, Dave. That is really, really poor. The third goal as well, that, that it was it Neeson who scored it. The way he like rolled Johnny and, 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 and turned it, put it through the keeper's legs. You can't blame Star for that. No. Um, and then the Rodrigo goal at the end, that is the one that's made me really, really annoyed. Even... Even more so than the ailing goal. The ailing goal, look, we switched off, right? The position, the positional play was was pretty poor. But the Rodrigo goal, Traore, if you look at that goal, Traore's trying to beat a player in his own half. That's where the problem first starts, right? Whether or not Traore's fouled, right? You play to the whistle. Dave, you, you taught that when you were in primary school. You taught that at Sunday League. You Absolutely, you're right, yeah. You play to the whistle. And do you know what? The player goes, you watch Traore, he just watches. And Rodrigo goes, well, sorry, the, the, the player lays off to Rodrigo, goes through and, and scores. But it's just just shocking. Really, really bad defending. And you know what? At that point, we're 3-2 down. We're still in the game. So why is Traore trying to beat players in his own half? That's the concern for me. Um, Just, Dave, three really, really poor goals to give away. And like I said, the Wolves too. You know, it's a flattering scoreline for me. That should have been four 0 And bearing in mind, like I've said, that you know, my point is against a team like Leeds, they just wanted it more than us, Dave. And these people on social media saying, "Oh, they're not almost win games." Well, yeah, they clearly are because we're each game we're running out of games and we're losing to teams around us, and that tells me we're not going to beat the teams above us. You know, that stands to reason. I'm not too worried. You look at the table, 13th position. Yeah, are we too good to get down? Listen, there's plenty of better teams that have gone down than us. So, I don't think we'll go down. But overall, that is really, really poor. And I think we can blame the refereeing decisions all we want. We can blame VAR all we want. VAR wasn't responsible um, for us conceding four goals yesterday. So, well, it's all, arguably you can you can actually argue that the fourth one should definitely have been uh, been uh, been logged out. So maybe you can argue that one. But I, I get what you're saying, um, and, and I said that on my match re uh, reaction uh, and talked about it at the end of the game as well. We can complain about the referees as much as we like, and 
what the decisions that we're not getting consistently, and, and it, it, it is becoming past a joke. I'll put this, it's past a joke now. But you don't give any team a three-goal start and expect to win the game, especially yeah. a relegation rival. Chris, um, let's get on to you now. You've obviously heard what Jason has got to say. Uh, what's your thoughts on that game? I've got to echo a lot of what Jason just said, to be fair. I mean, I thought our defending was schoolboy-like at best. And that, that the ailing goal, um, people have said that Samedo was meant to be marking him and he got distracted by somebody. It's like, well, if you're meant to be marking somebody, just stay on him. You know, everybody rushed to the front post and there was nobody anywhere near the back post. Nobody anywhere near. And, it was, it was and to shocking. be fair, coming back onto you, that happened in the first half as well. There was a guy that was free on the back post. He volleyed it. We got away with it, didn't we? The warning sign yeah. was there. Was I mean, there, it happened. Yeah. they tried that trick two or three times from the corners and set pieces. It's a trick. Exactly. What your video showed, which I hadn't seen, but... He basically ran around around the back, around the edge of the box almost, didn't he? And came. That was obviously a, a ploy to try and get somebody free at the back post, um, and it worked. Um, I mean, uh, the fact that Dawson went off at half time, I know he got booked. I don't know whether his organisation might have helped a little bit, but like you said, it, they did do that in the first half, and it and it nearly worked then as well. Um, it, it was just shocking. And Jason's right, you know. We we had eight on shots on target, but their goalie did, did quite well. But it was really cl close in chances, wasn't it? It's not like he made any spectacular saves. Um, I was gobsmacked when he took Neves off. I mean, I, I guess it was because he didn't want him to get booked and um, miss a game. But you know, Neves was pulling all the strings for us at that point in the game, and no, take, I, I thought we lost lost momentum. I think that's a fair comment about Neves. Um, I'm not sure if he's still carrying a knock and they obviously don't want him to pick up that yellow card with Forrest coming and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I'm guessing there's reason for that. I mean, you're replacing Neves with Matinho, who's fit enough to do that role, knows that role, you know, with the experience that he's got. We've seen Neves come on many times, and not Neves, Moutinho come on and uh, make a difference late on in games. And he's got, maybe he can't do 90 minutes like he used to be, he should be able to do 20 minutes. But it, it kind of like did almost like a bit in the Newcastle game, he made the changes and we lost, the, we got level and then it kind of took away the momentum. Obviously, yeah. the red card, which watching it back um, was the correct decision, really. When you look back on it, it was a red card. Um, but even then, I thought we were the uh, we were the better we were the better side. I mean, the keeper still pulled off a couple of good saves after that. We've seen us play against uh, Southampton with a player less, and we always play better with one less man. But you know, the fourth goal is a is an absolute uh, killer. I, I thought he so, should have bought on Traore earlier myself. Yeah, Troy got a, did good. He was getting to the byline and stuff like that. But as Jason says, we've all played football, you know. You know, there's some basic rules. If in Johnny Otto, um, third goal, mm -hmm. he's trying to hold the ball. The guy just kicks through his legs, wins the ball. Yeah. It's and he is the ball. What's the that? Is what size, if, in, yeah. if in doubt, Close. kick it out. Kick mm -hmm. it out. If in doubt, kick it out. Get rid of the damn ball out the danger zone. Yeah. You know, um, the other the, the other basic rule is play to the whistle. You play to the whistle. Yeah. You know, 
Traore had a very good, in my opinion, reason. And it was right in front of the Wolves bench and all that to be aggrieved that it was a tug back. It did stop him from the momentum of the ball. And you can understand. But he stood there once. He stops. Then play continues. Then he gets the tackle in. Yeah. Um, he does. He loses it. And then play continues. And he's standing there looking at the Yeah. And yeah. as a professional footballer, I can understand the frustration of the players because of the decisions that are constantly going. And maybe that's something psychologically that's got to do with it. And I know that on that when we do our in-person podcast on Thursday, I know Paul wants to talk about things like that as well. Go on, uh, Jason. I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt Dave, but Traore is the fastest player on that pitch. And he's the one who's just standing still and just looking at the ref and putting his arms up like that. Traore tracks back. He's, he's got the player. Or he's at least pressuring the player into making a mistake or rushing a pass or whatever. So for me, that was the, that was the worst goal out there, lot worse than Aileen's. Listen, Aileen, it was, a, it was actually another decent move, I suppose. But that was a really, really poor goal to concede, especially when we start getting back into the game. I mean, when Johnny scored, I, I, you know, I, I, I couldn't see us drawing the game. Then when the second goal goes in, you think, oh, here we well, go. Thir- 13 again. minutes to go plus added time when the second goal goes in. Absolutely. And the momentum, the momentum was so with us. I mean, yeah. to be fair, and we're going to come on to Sam in a minute. I know you're listening to all this, Sam. To be fair, you, I mean, you hit people have hit the nail on the head. You've said it. In both halves of the game, the first half and the second half, the first five minutes, it's like we were sluggish. Leeds yeah. come out the first five minutes, yeah. and That's they it. were on top of us, and we and pressured us, yeah. um, and they got the goal. And I said on my match vlog just before, and I said it on the thing. That you know, we're that they look like they're going to score, and then they they do score, and at the start of the second half, we get caught with the same trick again. You know, we battered them for the rest of the the first half. We absolutely battered them, but we couldn't. We didn't score. We didn't have. You know, we, we got unlucky. They played a couple of sides. We never really created anything major, though, but we didn't score the goal. And um, you know, I mean, we had that beautiful ball that was cut across the uh, across the face of goal. Um, yeah. Where three Wolves players just failed yeah. to get Even a touch. It was, you know, some group stuff. You know, you know the ricochets and leads with defending. I understand when people say it's fine margins. One person put in, you know, oh, if we'd have got the penalty. Listen, you know, there's loads of ifs and buts. We've conceded four goals at home, and, and yeah. three were were very very poor. So we can say if we want about all the decisions and if we'd have got the penalty and this that the other. We still conceded four at home, so we was always going to lose. And Traore, I know I'm going back to this point, it's the 97th minute where he conceded, and he's trying to beat a player in his own half. When he took that end of the pitch, why did he just hoof it up that end of the pitch for someone to chase onto? Just literally hoof it. Just anyone, just go for broke, and then there's a chance of a point. Instead, he loses it, doesn't track back. They score. And they and they basically hit us on the hit us on the counter because we've got a player down and we've got everyone yeah. else up. You yeah. don't lose the position there. I mean, to be fair to the guy, it's a great finish. It's a lovely yeah. little. Uh, it's a great. great, it's a great finish. Finish. He should never have had that time and space and that opportunity in the ninety seventh minute yeah. to do that to seal the game. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's go on to um, to Sam, who's who hasn't left Molyneux. He's doing a sitting. You know, he's doing a, he's doing a sitting since yesterday. He's not left. They can't get rid of him. He's got squatters' rights. If, uh, if you're listening to to this on the podcast, he's got a picture of Molyneux with. Uh, it's almost like 
you've got fire coming out your ears, mate. To be honest, <laughs> like I, li I literally have got fire coming out of my ears. I, I moved my season ticket a few weeks ago, and I was sitting um, in the flank of the Billy Wright stand, so I'd got the side view of what you've got on that uh, goal. And yeah. he did. He went all the way around the back of our player with nobody yeah. tracking him. Now, my first question to Lopetegui is, what the hell are you doing in training? <coughs> because you're not working on set pieces and where players move to. Your zonal marking isn't working. Triore, I'll come with what you've just said there, Joe. He is a lazy player. I'm sorry. He'll race after something. He'll lose it. He's not interested. He just stops. And he showed that three times yesterday, as you say, going down the wing in the 97th minute. He ran, he lost it, he stopped, he started again. You've got to keep going for a ball. If you lose yeah. a ball as a player, you have to go after it to win it back. That That's what we were taught. So I'm going to bring one in as well. Saar in goal. What is he doing with these balls trying to kick around players instead of as soon as he receives the ball, clearing it? Because that is costing us. He's playing players into difficult positions to then play out from the back. Surely, in this situation, we have got to revert, unfortunately, to hoofing that ball up the pitch. It's not the style that he wants us to play, though, is it? I mean, it's no. a lot of teams now, you know, you can hoof the ball up the pitch. They've got like four or five central one big defenders who are just going to pick that off and win the ball back. So, obviously, they're trying to, you know, play the ball out because we have got ball-playing players we've got a lot of quality yeah. on the ball but the thing that i think the thing is and like my dad and, and stan and thingy what they get frustrated with is sometimes we just don't play the quick ball when yeah, we've got it. the opportunity which can you know and we saw that under large a lot and so in some ways it, i think it's definitely improved the quality and how we're playing under under julian i mean you only got to look at the points that he's got but, I mean, the, the other question is, we see a lot of... Um, and this is going to go to... I know you're going to make a point on Julian in a minute. We'll come to that, because that's going to set the fire. That's probably going to set Molly and you a light behind you. We'll have to come and send a fire engine to get you out when you say what you're going to say. But um, coming on to Jason, do you, we, we often criticised um, Bruno Large for making yeah. very, very late substitutions, like, you know, 80th minute on... But the last few games, uh, Lopetegui almost seems to change two players at half-time every game. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it, it, arguably you could say that some of these substitutions substitutes are, are, are pre-planned before the game. I wouldn't really like to call that, but when he changes them at the same time each game, you you, you got to think that... that, that I, I don't know. Um, you think game management has been very good. You know it has. We can't criticise it, but I think it's it's that where we've been, where we've got it probably wrong. The last two games is is or last three games is the starting eleven. Um, but Dave, you know what? It's, you can look at it a million ways, can't you? It's just I'm just so disappointed, really disappointed. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, Keith. Um, I mean, Sutil say this um, mm. because I know we. I put a poll out on the. Uh, on the Always Wolves fan TV Twitter about is was this a must win or a must not lose? Um, my view on it was um, it's it we wanted to win the game for definite, obviously because it puts a bigger gap. We get us close to seven, but the last thing we wanted to do was we must not lose that game. 
And... Dave, Dave, can I just interject there? They're all must-wins. Lopetegui doesn't go in that dressing room before a match and say, right, let's get... Yeah, no, absolutely. I, no, I agree. I, I, I absolutely agree. They must... We've got to win the game, but you don't. You yeah. can't lose. I don't understand don't the mentality. The, game, that when, when, don't, the gap doesn't close. I don't understand the mentality when we're in a relegation battle and we, we're, we're looking for a point. Yeah, let's take a point against Man City. Let's take a point against Liverpool. Any team around us, we've got to be looking at three points. I fully, fully agree with that. We've got to be getting the three points, but we've equally not got to be losing the game because if you don't lose the game, and we could have got a draw in the end out of a miracle because that could have happened, Leeds have now closed the gap to within one point. Mm -hmm. They've had a two-goal goal difference shift. They've got a game in hand. Had we have managed to not lose yeah. that game, they'd have still been five points back. Um, so that's why I was saying. I think yeah. the, what, what it has done, it has now put incredible, incredible pressure on the next game. Yeah. You know, we've got Forest Forrest. away, who are Forrest. right home. They and are. that, to me, now is a must win. That is a must win. We have to go there. Because of losing that game, we have to beat Forest. Because if we don't beat Forest, we're going to start getting pulled back in, you know, or even worse. We've got to win that game. Chris, um, you know, what points uh, from your own side do you want to make about the uh, about the game itself? You were in the Steve Bull? Who, me? No, Billy Wright. Billy Wright, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, I just think we need to make... You're absolutely right. We, we do need to win every game, Jason. I mean, we've got to at least try to win every game. And we need to make... Molyneux, a fortress, and we need to make it a cathedral of sound. So when anybody comes, it's scary. And we need to start off 100% from the first second the ball's kicked. Because we've, we've just got to... The, the other teams, Everton, Forest, teams that are struggling, they all do well at home. Everton are bloody awful away. But they're, they're pretty good at home. And we've got to be the same. Because, you know... It, we can't expect to be winning too many away games, but we've got to win all our all our own games. And you know, I, I was I was quite disappointed with Neves coming off, like I said. And I, I was a bit shocked by Sarabia coming on at half time uh, because he didn't seem to do a fat lot to me. Um, you know, it doesn't affect the game a lot. You know, Adama. That can actually be said about Sarabia in pretty much most of the games, considering yeah. he's, you know, he's, he was bought in for his goals and assists. I thought Neto was really good up until half time. I thought yeah. I know he's coming back from fitness, but he seemed very sharp. It, you know, I was surprised it was he was taken off so soon, Chris. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, 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 I mean, maybe it was a fitness thing, and like Jason said, maybe it was a pre-planned uh, um, substitution. I mean, I, I can't imagine Dawson was pre-planned. I, I can only imagine that was maybe he got a knock, or maybe it was the yellow card, and they were fearfully was going to get sent off. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. It, in-game management, uh, I, I just, I just wish he'd brought on Adama earlier. And I, you know, like Jason said, he hasn't got the. Um, he's good at chasing after the ball when it's going towards their goal, not so much the other way. Um, and we all need to be working our tails off, you know, hundred percent of the time to give mm -hmm. us a chance because that's what Leeds are doing. 
Leeds aren't better than us. They, they, they were better than us yesterday, but they're not a better team. I don't, th- I don't think they were better off. than us, Chris. I don't think that Leeds were better than us yesterday. The stats show that they weren't. We had more shots, more shots on target, more possession, but they had four, I think, four shots. Four shots on target in the score. And four went in the back of the net. It's <laughs> but like, Le- but they, Le- they finished their chances and we didn't. But, but, and we gave them, so we gave them Leeds- easy chances. Although Leeds had a lot less possession, they made a lot less mistakes as well. And they looked a lot more compact than us. They looked a lot more organised than us. Yeah. And it was the mistakes that let us down yesterday. Big time mistakes. We're going to come on to Sam now. I just want to say, uh, guys, if you think we've got like over 300 watching live, I hope you're enjoying this. If you are, please smash the video like it. Let YouTube know you're enjoying it. And if you are discovering uh, us for the first time, uh, please hit that subscribe button because we always have loads of content coming up here virtually every day. Sam, obviously, you've, you've, we've talked about the in-game management. We've talked about yeah. uh, the stuff. We haven't even got on to the, uh, the, the VAR and the refereeing decisions yet. We're going to talk about You've yeah. come on tonight because you've, you, know, you said you want to make a point about the manager, well, which is everyone sit down. I mean... Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to lie down for this, Dave. Yeah, I got called out at the beginning when Lopetegui was given the, the role as head coach. I still stand by what I said. He's not the man for the job. I'm sorry, but we're in a relegation battle. It is must-win games. The game's coming up. Forest at away. Chelsea at home. Brentford at home. Leicester away. Palace at home. Brighton away. Villa at home. Um, Man United away. Um, Everton at home and Arsenal away. The way we're playing at the moment, where are the points coming from, the way we're playing? So what's your plan, Lop? What are you going to do? What are you training these lads to do? Because from where, where I'm looking at, I feel I could do a better job at the moment. It's, it's Sam Payne, Sam Payne, I, I, I'm, I'm seriously... You're in the dugout, Sam. I'm seriously going to ask you a question. Are you saying that you you don't want Lopetegui? You don't I don't. I don't think he's the right man for the job. I didn't when he was he was appointed. Bruno Large definitely wasn't the right man for the job. I harp back at the moment. We're in a relegation battle. We appoint a new head coach. He doesn't know the Premier League. He's bought in players that aren't Premier League players. They've played in other top leagues, but it's not Premier League. It's not the pace of our league. It's not the style of our league. I was seeing the comments coming up. Yeah, he might be a huge improvement, but... Our position in the table doesn't tell me is a huge improvement. We are 28 games played and 27 points. That is abysmal. Okay, bottom of the table, Southampton played 28 with 23 points. Do you know what? That's five points between us. And as you look up the the teams, Bournemouth have got a game in hand. West Ham have got two games in hand. Forest and Leicester have got a game in hand. Leeds have got a game in hand. If they all win their games and we lose our next game, we are 18th in the table. Well, mate, you've seen in the relegation. Comments. You're going to see in the comments. Yeah. I'm going to come back. How does Aid has got a question for you? And we're going to go to it's Jason not, and stuff. How does yeah. Sam explain going from 20s to 30? It's not clueless. It's not clueless, Gay Aid. We are a one point above being back in 16th, two points away from being in 17th. Yeah, but we were Sorry, but that him. isn't good enough. This guy was bought in because he was going to be our saviour, and he's not. We're okay. still in the situation we were right. right. I, I, I think we've just got to be a little bit realistic in as much as what what we was watching under Large and Davis. You can't really bring Davis into this, but Large especially. Look, 
we was definitely going down under Bruno Large, and I don't think we are under Lopetegui. Um, well, how, yeah. how are you going to say from what I've just given you? There's the actual realisticness there, okay? The games well, we've got well, coming up, argument... where are you going to say we're going to get? How many points? 40 points, we say, say, no, say, 30, say 30, this season. 30, 30, I mean, I mean, my argument is... My argument you is, want 11 points? Well, where are the 11 points going to come when, from? When Lopetegui took over, we was 20s. If we finish 17th, the man's done a brilliant job. It's as simple as that. If he keeps us up, he's done a brilliant job. Of course, we're not going to be safe now. There's still so many games to play. So, if he keeps us up in 17th position by one point, the man has done an unbelievable job on the basis we was bottom of the league when he took over. However, I'll get your frustration with certain things, but we was never going to make Europe this time, was we? You know, we was never going to make Europe this season. We can't blame Ross That wasn't, Lopetegui that wasn't the, the attention after, after Bruno's mess that he left us with. That was nowhere but, near it. But the points I'm making... He isn't the, the manager. They said he was. All these comments coming up, oh, he was a Super League manager here and there. Yeah, but... but, he, isn't but hack, yeah. he isn't hacking it in the Premier League, is it? He was never going to do that this season. Was he, Sam? I want to judge Lopetegui next season when he's got a full season at it. I don't think we should really be judging him now. His mantra is keep us in the Premier League. Simple as that. That's his mantra. Yes, it wasn't great yesterday. It was awful yesterday. But... I, I've got a lot of faith in Lopetegui and I think we're going to go places with him. Yeah. But I don't think this this season is difficult. To, I get your frustrations, but I think this season it's very, very difficult to judge him with with the squad. I mean, look, when he took over, look at the bench. You know, I was nearly on it at one point. It was awful. And you know what? He's got some experience in. Yes, they're not gelling as quickly as we'd like. And we've had all the, the decisions against us. I get it. Look, we can give a million reasons. But... If he keeps us in this in this league, he's done a good job. Well, well I'm, gonna, I'm not going to swear online, but it'll be a miracle the way it's going. No, it's um, and I'll go back to go on. Tell me where the points are going to come from for those no, games. We're going to come back onto that in a minute, right? Because I did warn everyone. He's going to like the. He's going to. He's literally going to like the tough page. You know, he's coming on. Um, and, but, but, you know, you Dave, can see the good. good. Let's did just park that. Listen. Listen, you know, Sam's entitled to his opinion and, and there's people agreeing with him and that's great, but we've just got a slightly differing opinion um, and I think we're going to stop up, Sam. Let's see what Chris has to say. Chris, yeah, you know, you're, yeah. uh, you, I mean, you've literally just been sat back, kicked <laughs> your chairs up on the deck chair, gone like this and gone, wow, this is great, this is. <laughs> and you're on the screen, mate, so you're next up to give your opinion. Do I... you agree with Jason, Jason uh, or 100%. Sam? I think I think I think Sam maybe he's entitled to his opinion, and I think that his opinion will prove to be incorrect. I think I think Lopetegui is has got the experience of a much higher level than Larg and to be fair, Bruno ever had. Um, you know, he's been at the European football level um, for several seasons in the past, and. You know, you, you can't expect to bring players in and automatically them them fit straight in the team. I mean, Dawson's been pretty good though, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to keep us in the in the division, if even if he's by the skin of our teeth, in my opinion. And I think pretty much everybody's comments are saying the same. But you know, Sam, yeah, good for you for voicing your um, strongly held opinion. Uh, <laughs> But I, I think you'll. I think we'll we'll end up being fifteenth, sixteenth. And your question about where the points are going to come from, we're going to be Southampton. We're going to be Everton. We might surprise. We haven't, we haven't, got, we haven't got Southampton. Oh, we've not. Southampton. Southampton. No, no. 
Who was it? Bro, yeah, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. That's who I was thinking of. Listen, and, and it, also, there's three worst teams than us, isn't there? Yes. You know, probably One down to There's definitely three Bro, worst then, teams. Jason, name them, because at the moment there aren't. Let's just, have a quick, let's just have a quick look. Let's just Leicester. stop and have a quick look at uh, this pr the current Premier League uh, title as of the BBC. Let's just uh, let's oh not that one. Um, the three worst three worst teams: are Southampton, Palace, and Everton. And I defy anyone to disagree with what I'm saying. And Leicester. You think Leicester as well? Where's the pretty uh, awful oh. look recently? They look good, but they they can't consider they can't. Keep a clean sheet. So yeah, so you think um, you think Wolves are going down there, Sam? If this form and the way we're playing at the moment continues, I can't see us getting out of it. I can't see us getting a win at Forest. I'm sorry, but I can't. The way we're playing, they're going to run over us. They really are. And Sam they said were if awful. Then. Sam said if then. I think I changed his mind. Oh, no, you haven't. It's starting to bend. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm joking. Sam, let's just you, 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 we're going to ask everyone whether they agree with you. You know, you've come on here, and um, you know, literally, I think you're, you're auditioning for a, a role on Strictly to replace Craig Rebel Hallwood. To be honest, mate, it's like you know, you know what I mean. It's like, but that's fair enough. The one thing that we do with this channel, and we always try to do, it doesn't matter your view. It doesn't matter what you use, as long as you come across, you don't swear and stuff like yeah. that. You know, you can come and you can come and you can come on and 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 say what you think, and that's the beauty. You, you know, I'll, I'll give you credit, Sam, because you've come on and you've said it. And I've kind of said before the show, you probably most people aren't going to agree with you, but you come on and say it. So we, we, we respect that, Jason. Let's go back on to looking at. Um, because we've got over 350 watching live now. Jason, you're uh, a highlight of the day. Um, your performance rating, man of the match. And don't forget, guys, you've got to get the secret word in there somewhere. Man of the match for me, um, it's difficult to pick any standout player from yesterday. But I'll, I'll just give it to Ruben Neves, just because he, he, he's, he's consistent throughout the game. I was surprised, too, when he got brought off. Um but, yeah, just give it to Ruben Neves. And I'm going to say something controversial now. If he stays with us next season, he needs his head looking at. Anyway, um, <laughs> moment, moment of the game for me was Nunes because he, he showed more passion on that sideline than 70% of the players out on that pitch. Performance rating, reluctantly, I'm going to give it a five. And I was thinking about a four. But I just thought that the mistakes that we made it's in such an important game, it was just uh, indefensible, really. Indefensible, there you go. Yeah. And we didn't have defence. So, yeah, yeah, for me, five out of ten. Uh, over to you, Chris. I'm going to say five and a half out of ten, purely because we had 23 shots, which I don't think, I don't know how many times we've had 23 shots in the last ten games. But, you know, we were doing something right going forward. Mm. Um, we just got to put them in the net, ain't we? But the shocking defending. So I'm going to say five and a half out of ten. Man of the match, I completely agree with Jason. Ruben Neves, because quite frankly, he didn't really have any competition apart from a few flashes by uh, Troy mm -hmm. Um And I thought the ref played quite well for Leeds, but uh, apart from that, <laughs> yeah, Ruben Neves. Um, I, I, funny, Johnny's goal, I'm going to give that the, the uh, standout moment. Uh, how many players can score a worldie? Somebody, somebody on the telly said something about goal of the season. 
contender and then get sent off a few minutes later. Uh, yeah. Be culpable for definitely one, possibly two goals. Get sent off yeah. and scored the. It's a statistical fact. It is the furthest out goal that has been scored in the Premier League since 2017, and it was a volley, as well. And how many? How many? How many? Fullback school goals like that, not too many, I suspect. No, but we might give it 20 times and miss 19 times. But it's yes. just so typical of Wolves. We score two goals and we still lose 4 2, you know. And we haven't yeah. even, as I say, we haven't even got on to the refereeing decision to such yet. You know, that's uh, that's that's good. I mean, I feel like at the moment that Sam needs to go and get himself into a cathedral and, and make some prayers or something because we need to pray. According to uh, according to Sam, your performance rating, man of the match, and um, and your uh, um, highlights of the day, it can be anything, Sam. Well, first of all, when I go to uh, my Saturday afternoon at the Golden Cathedral, I always want to watch a good game of football, and pains me to say, although we lost four two, we saw some goals. So the highlight was. There was uh, six goals scored, of which Johnny scored his worldly, so I'll give him that. Um, I can't agree with your, your ratings, though. I'm sorry. I am giving it a four out of ten. It was it was awful. Once we, we stepped off the gas, it had gone. So that was it, I'm afraid. And as for Salisbury, Mariner, Coote, what can you say? We'll talk about that in a minute. Well... Yeah, we we uh, we we will get on to uh, on on to that. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, Chris, um, I'm going to spin. I'm going to bring the wheel on quickly, and we're going to pick a, a question for everyone uh, just to lighten the mood just a just a little bit. Um, I'm going to spin that wheel. Let's see what we come up with. Okay. In that one, because we've done that one. Aliens thing. You right? Here we go. Not giving that one last chance to the ah, I like this one. Um, we're gonna go, uh, first of all, with Sam. I'm gonna put you on the spot. When and where would you time travel to? This oh, is where we it tonight. When and where would you track time travel to? So, so difficult. I think I would, uh, time travel back to 1980. And Wembley, mm. um, watching, watching a, a, a good game of football. Um, so that would be my uh, my time to remember. Fantastic. And Chris? I'm going to time travel, uh, I'm going to say four seasons into the future uh, when Lopetegui wins the league for us. Wow. I've forward time travel. I like it. Sam, and Sam will be there cheering you up, bouncing on the pitch side. I told Absolutely. you. And I told when you Neves doesn't leave. And, Sam, <laughs> and guess what? Sam will be, at that point be wanting to time travel to five minutes before this show started and say, Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, over to you. I've got a bit of a morbid fascination with Wolves in the 80s, in, in particular between 82 and 86, under the you know the dark days. And so I, I'd actually want to travel back to then because I was. My first match was in 1989, so I'd want to travel back to between 82 and 86 and watch all them games and see how bad it really was and mm. then come on here and uh, 
and then not moan as much. But yeah, I'd want to go back <laughs> to that era. Fair enough. Any particular um, moments that you'd want to relive? You what? It wasn't you that fell through the roof at Scarborough, was it? No, it's a mate with legs as long as mine, mate. I'd just flipping. <laughs> I'd have been <laughs> the floor first. No, I, I don't particularly now. I just, I, I, you know, I've done the interview with Doug Hope on the podcast and obviously put it in the book. And it was just some really, really interesting times. So I just think I would have liked to have been around then to see what it was really, really like. Like I said, my first match was 89. And then obviously we had the momentum underground Turner and, and, and the club kept, you know, going forward. So, yeah, it, that, that era would have been fascinating for me. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks, guys. Um, Sam, thanks ever so much for coming and and, write, and lighting the uh, the touch paper and setting fire to Molyneux. Uh, Chris, <laughs> before we finish with yourself, do you just want to give everyone just a, a little bit of information yeah. again about Wolf Like Acorn to Oaks and how yeah. you can help them? Yeah, so um, we're a local company. We want to help all, all of the Wolves fans, everybody in the local area based in Bilston. We're all local people. We can help you with all your financial services needs, so mortgages, pensions, any sort of business insurance, and even home insurance. Uh, we've got all the bases covered. Um, if you want to drop us an email, I think it's in the description. Uh, you can email me. I'll give There's, you a link. There's a link, There's a link to down the there. Yeah. Um, and it'll be me that you're in contact with. And if I'll put you in contact with any, any of the other guys who cover other areas but we, we we just want to be here to help you all because we can do quite frankly we'll do a better job than going to a bank for yeah. any of your needs for example and, and to underpin that chris i'm doing something with you at the minute um and chris has been brilliant so far so Thanks, yeah I, I would recommend him as well yes yeah, and also if you, do, if you don't click the link below if you get in touch with always wolves um or myself uh, i will put you in contact because I say at this at the moment mortgages and all that sort of stuff if you're looking at renewing and you know or life insurance yeah. and stuff like that it's important and you might as well go to someone that you can know and trust and to let, uh, run to a local company Jason uh, any latest on the old fundraising you, you launched your wolf whistle beer and stuff just yeah that, that's gone really well so the beer's raised over 1200 quid for the charity so far we've also if, if people follow me on Twitter they'll see that I'm pushing some t-shirts now some wolves all-stars t-shirts and that's raising money for the 1P36 Family Trust. And it's a friend of mine who's got a T-shirt printing business in Wolverhampton, so they produce locally as well. And we've got the Doug Hope Night on the 30th uh, of this month, and I've just said about the dark days of the Is that 80s. sold out, mate? There's probably about... I could probably squeeze another table in, but it's, it, they, they, they all pretty much sell out quickly, and, and the Doug Hope one was no exception. He's going to talk all about the times under Derek Dugan, his chairman, uh, under the Batty brothers, uh, the, the problems that we had with the council. It's really fascinating stuff. So that that's one night not to be missed. Absolutely. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. It's uh, it's going to be an epic one tonight for sure. Um, we've had some real interesting opening conversation uh, and we're going to be uh, going into um, three thirds tonight because we've got so many people wanting to come Lop on. Lop in! <laughs> Dave. That might Dave. be a great TikTok, that ad. Could be, yeah. Dave, just yeah. before we do go, can I just mention something? Obviously, next Sunday, if people aren't uh, going to Shrewsbury to see Dave Edwards' uh, um, testimonial game, um, you can go earlier in the day. The Wolves Diversity Disability Teams are playing in various games prior to the testimonial. Cool. Uh, under 12s, under 16s and the adult teams are all Brilliant. playing on the side pitches. And awesome. you can go along and watch it. 
Well, here's brilliant. a head. That's brilliant. That is Sam. That is great. Brilliant, mate. And you won a tournament, didn't you? We we went up to Manchester City, um, half term, children's half term just gone, and we played in the Manchester City Cup. We won the league, uh, but unfortunately, we didn't win the cup. Um, so we had a, a really good uh, game in that. And then more recently, we play in the Staffordshire Disability Council leagues, and the we have two teams in the Championship. Uh, one team, our black coloured team, has won the league and been promoted to the uh, Premier League. So oh, it's, it's all good for, through the, the foundation and the disability. So Maybe again, you should have the Wolves job then, Sam. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> like you were talking about, obviously, the Dave Edward Shrewsbury thing, um, yeah. just as a, a little bit of a heads up. Uh, Myself, uh, Jason, and the uh, and the guys, we're going to be should be meeting up at Molyneux on Thursday, doing an in person uh, podcast as it's the international break. And all being well, that will be with Dave Edwards in person, and that should be dropping yeah. on the channel on about Friday. So um, looking forward to that as well. So if any of you guys follow Always Wolves or whatever, you've got any questions for that podcast, make sure you fire them over because it's gonna we're gonna have Dave in person and obviously we will be talking about his fundraising and charity event as well. Guys, thanks ever so much. We need to move on to the next uh, to the next pundits now, but appreciate your uh, passion. Much appreciated. Always wolves. Yes Dave. Always, Always wolves. Always wolves. See you. See you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, absolutely great opening to the uh, opening to the show. Next up, we've got um, Hoops. We've got Evening. Sooty. Hey, Dave. We have the voice of reason, Jack, uh, coming up. How are you guys? Thanks for waiting so patiently. And we've got another three guys <coughs> in that. We've got Chris, Craig, and Nathan um, in the uh, in the green room as well uh, for this show. So, um, first of all, Hoops, how are you feeling today? How are you? Um, okay, just listening to the guys there. It's a little bit of therapy, I think, for us. After yesterday, so yeah, from a football sense, we'll dig in. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay, but um, I think with the result yesterday, I, w- I was walking home from the game, and I think I've come to a point in life with the Wolves because I've followed them for so many years that I felt as if I could kind of context these games, and I, they'd kind of wash over me these bad results because I've seen enough of them over the years. But I was, <laughs> I was just in a stinking mood all. Evening, I, I, wa- I walked home because I didn't want to bring that walk into the house of, of kind of you know with the foul mood that I was in, take it out on 
on, on the kids and the missus. And I was trying to get it out of my system. And um, because it was just, um, I mean, the game was chaos, wasn't it? Um, but I, I was up on chaos is one word for it for sure. Yeah, I was I was up all night, and you know I don't know if it was because I'm having these vivid, vivid dreams because I had too much um, Cathedral City cheese um, last night when I was a bit peckish, or whether I was just kind of going back to the game and just thinking of that second and third goal. But it, it kept me up all night, and um, I still think we'll be okay. Um, and, but I, I feel like we'll limp over the line rather than a little bit of a jog, which I thought we might have had a few weeks ago. So I'm a little bit more nervous, but I'm still positive that ultimately we'll, um, we'll get across the line. But it won't be as smooth as I think many of us perhaps thought a few weeks ago. Well, yeah, we were starting to think that. Um, I mean, Jack is always the voice of reason. We're going to save you <clears> up for a minute. But, like, there's a lot of people that seem to be very excited that uh, Sooty, uh, what someone put, he's got his game face on and his face and eyes there. <laughs> mate, um, well, great to have you back on, mate. You look very serious tonight. How are you feeling? Not very good, Dave. Very poor, weren't we? Let's think about it, really. This season has been... Are we after nine o'clock yet, Dave? Um, we are just about after nine o'clock. It's now eight minutes past as we're recording this. If you're listening to it back, yeah, it's been a shit show, in it, Dave. Let's be honest. This whole season has been a catalyst of errors from top to bottom. You can't blame this whole season on Bruno Large. I'm not a Bruno Large fan. I'm not. I'll just put it out there. You got a lot of things wrong. But also, he got a lot of things. We were fourth at one point last season, so he couldn't have been that bad, Dave. Um, but no, he got a lot of things wrong. Jeff Shee, Scott Sellers got a lot of things wrong. There's a catalyst of errors have gone on that has put us in this position today. Lopetegui is... You can't judge Lopetegui now, OK? Uh, if, you could, if you look at the bottom nine teams, we're still, since Christmas... Uh, generating the most points out of the bottom nine. I think we're on 1.3 points per game. Um, so he is doing the job. We were bottom. Let's not forget that. We were bottom. Rock bottom. We were poor. Um, but the whole club, Dave, has been poor this season. And that's not just on the pitch. That's, you know, Molyneux at times, Dave. Let's Let's be honest. I mean, you'd have found more atmosphere at two o'clock in the morning in Worcester Cathedral than you would at Molyneux sometimes. It's been that poor, right? But I'm going to walk back because I don't know if you... Did you read my um, my sort of rant on our fan forum that I wrote at half past four this morning because I couldn't sleep? I don't know if you read it. And I are going to all the uh, going to all the comments, mate. There's quite a lot of a lot on there, and I know you weren't very happy at all. Well, I are back, said. Dave. To uh, um, I, I do remember the 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 mid '80s, and it does make me chuckle when people go on about the dark days of League One. Take it from me, they were not dark days. The dark days were when we were five minutes from going bust, and we had two stands open, and we didn't have a pot to pee in as it uh, uh, as it you know as the saying goes but what we did have 
and it dug us out of a big hole was we had some balls, Dave. We had Bull, Tomo, uh, all of these kind of players playing for us who, who all collectively decided they're going to dig us out of a hole with a manager at the top called Graham Turner. And if you don't show balls, you ain't going to win nothing, right? Now, Alex Ferguson once said, if you have three players that don't perform in any one game, you will lose. If you have three players that aren't performing, you will lose. Now, yesterday, I counted, we had six. Six players that didn't perform to any level. You've lost straight away. Now, I always thought, forgive me for being stupid here, I always thought football, especially at three o'clock kickoff, you kick off at three o'clock and you start playing at one second past three. I didn't realise you started playing at seven minutes past three. Why do we keep giving teams such... I mean, we might as well just give them a penalty in the first minute. And get say, it over go. and done with. You, you, yeah, get it over and done with. <clears throat> there you go. We are defensively an utter shambles. And it just, it's got to stop. We've got to go to Forest next week. Now, <clears throat> don't give me any of this must not lose. We have got to win. They've got to go there. They've got to go there. And they've got to roll their sleeves up and they've got to really dig. And I don't give, I, I don't care how we win. I don't care if the if we win 1-0 and it comes off Jimenez's backside. I do not care. We have got to win. But also, the 3,000 supporters that are there have got to be horrible Dave. It's time that we started being horrible again. Molyneux's become all too nicey-nicey. You might disagree with this. And, you know, people are saying, oh, you're trying to walk back to the ages and that. Molyneux used to be horrible to go to. People used to be frightened to go there, Dave. Not anymore. Oh, let's go to Molyneux. Three points, doddle. Even the fans don't make a noise anymore. It don't matter. We'll get points there. It's easy. They'll roll over with tickle their belly, they roll over. We've got to fight. If did we you, don't so, fight, so, 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 can we'll I just lose. stop you there? Did you not? I did. I mean, I don't know what, what you think. Obviously, um, we got stunned with the first goal, but like, I did think that the fans were quite good yesterday. I mean, we, you know, especially when we started to fight back, they really got behind the team and drove the team on, and it was quite, you know, loud and. They got behind the thing, but sometimes it's like people forget that when when we're not playing well or we're conceding goals, it just completely knocks the wind out Dave, of the fans as well. Dave but they Leeds, did get behind them. Dave Leeds are rubbish. We went there first game of the season. They had two shots on goal and beat us two one. Right, and Absolutely. that was really poor defending again. That place, I'm pretty sure, if you've been stood in Sheffield Town Centre, you'd have heard the own support. They're horrible. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. Ellen Road is one of the nastiest places to go. We really horrible days. We ain't no more. And people come to Molyneux thinking, oh, it's easy there. They'll, they'll roll over. They'll roll. There's no grit. We need a bit of grit. And I don't care how we, how we win next week. We have to win. Nothing else is any good. Because as winning becomes a habit, so does losing. And we're in rut, Dave.
We're in a rut. Well, we've got dragged I mean, back the last in. Two, the last, I mean, we've lost to um, we lost to Bournemouth. I mean, now we've lost to Leeds, and both of those it's three would, games you know, against Leeds. Both of those would have been home and safe by now. Three games against Leeds, and let's be honest, they're crap. Three games against Leeds from last season, we've leaked nine goals. Wow. When you put it like what? that, nine what? goals. I mean, come on. We're not playing Man City. We're playing Leeds. Crap. Yeah, absolutely. Let, let's, Sutty, you make some good points. <clears throat> right, so we've had hoops. We've had Sutty, who is really upset, and quite rightly so. Let's go to the uh, the voice of reason, Jack. Let's just see how upset Jack is. Because if Jack's upset, it's a very big uh, barometer. Go on, mate. Yeah, no, I mean, I think in isolation, it was a horrible, horrible day, wasn't it? You know, we missed chance after chance. I was saying to my, my friend earlier on the phone, I said, if I was Lopetegui, the one thing I'd do in the international break, I'd drive down myself to Reading. And I'd buy Alex Ray's contract as assistant manager out from Reading. And I'd get him on our training ground, teaching players how to put their laces through shots. Because we had about four chances yesterday. Ne- and, and, and Neto had a great chance, didn't he? From, yep. that, pop- uh, from that drive for, from uh, Pedence, who tried to come out to him. And then he, it was powder puff. Yeah, and we might as well have picked the ball up and just given it back to the keeper. There was no aggression, no viciousness in the shots at all. And I think that's just so frustrating because... Objectively, we created more chances yesterday than I think we've done in any game under Lopetegui. Even when we played Gillingham in the Cup, we didn't create that many chances that we did yesterday. If we'd have put our laces through the shots and had some conviction, we'd have probably won the game, despite the defensive horror show that we had at the other end. And that's the other thing that's really frustrating, because I don't think under Lopetegui we've been that bad defensively. I think we missed Dawson's second half. I do think we missed his organisation his leadership and all those kind of things. But generally, under Lopetegui, we've been okay in, at the back. We've not had too many get goals where we've given away through horrible bits of individual play or just, you know, people completely out of position. It's been okay. You know, it's not been amazing. <clears throat> we've still got, obviously, we've got two clean sheets in 11 league games, something like that, which, again, doesn't sound amazing. But it's been an improvement under what it was previously. But yesterday, we were just all over the shop. I mean, the, the first goal, again, it's a well-worked move, but where's the marking? Where's the aggression? Again, where's the intensity to get out and make well, a challenge? Well, what Sophie's talking about. <clears throat> first six minutes, we, it was yeah. all leads. We, they, they shouldn't be all over <clears throat> us in the first six minutes. They should come to us, and right from the first second, we should be all over them. They shouldn't even be able to breathe and get the yeah. crowd going and all that. But we like... It's like what Sutty said, give them a penalty and so we can go a goal down and we can start playing. Yeah, once we won a goal down, we played good. We, we didn't get the breaks. We had a couple of chances. We didn't take them again. Typical, typical. We went in 1-0. If we'd have gone in um, level or whatever, you couldn't have argued. But second half, same things happen again. What happens between, get, you know, you see players in the tunnel getting wound up and going and, and stuff like that. Come on. And... They come out and, like, they're asleep. Where's the intensity? And then they go in the changing room again and they come out and there's no intensity. And it's kind of like it's they're being wound up as they're as they, running around, charging the batteries, and then they start. But by then, you've, you've conceded two goals. Dave, yeah, do you absolutely. think as well... Sorry, Jack. Do you, and and on, Jack, sorry. by all means, let, let me know what you think on this. But just, just while it's on, on the mind, do you think that, 
some of those performances yesterday, to me, were quite telling in respect of these players think they're not going to be here next year because, you know, where's where's their motivation? You know, there were a number of performances yesterday and Sudi mentioned there's, there's six and there's a number of players there that I just looked at them and they thought they're going through the motions. Where's their bite? Where's their, where's their intensity? Is it just the fact that they've got a realisation that they're just going to see and go through the motions and not going to be here next year? And I'm calling out players like Pedence and players like that. To me, it, it was telling. I just looked at them and I thought, your heart's not in this. And why is that? You know, is it tactical in the way in which you've been played? Or is it, as we're referencing, a lack of bite, a, lot, a lack of balls, and, and a, a lack of, you know, investment? Because are they already thinking, well, I'm just going to see this through. I'm not going to get an injury because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be off. That's the way well, it appeared to me yesterday. I just want to share this because if you don't, if you're not... Um got always walls fan tv uh, alwayswalls.co.uk um bookmarked we do we have a great writers and bloggers that write for us we have like match reports things we learn these are the player ratings that um, that was given by nick parks yesterday jose Sara four samel samado a four kilman a six dawson a five johnny otto a two mario lamina a four gomez a five neves a six neto a five pedence three Raul, four. Collins, five. Traore gave a seven. Kuna, six. Sarabia, four. Matinho, six. And the VAR and the officiating a nil. I mean, you know, they aren't, you know, an average rating for a player that's had a, a decent game is, you know, he's always oh, had an okay game. It's kind of a seven. Nobody had a, there's only one player he put down as a seven. I mean, Hoops has jumped in there. Back onto what you were saying, Jack. Um, and obviously, seeing those ratings, what, what do you, how do you come back on what uh, Hoops has said about that? Yeah, no, I think it's difficult, isn't it? We don't know the ins and outs of the dressing room. We don't know whether Lopetegui has had conversations with players already and said, listen, come the summer, you need to find a new club. You're not going to be part of this. Are my plans. You can't play the way that I want you to play. All these kinds of things. We don't know whether that's happened. I, my, my suspicion is he probably has. You know, we've seen players being left out and things like that. So, uh, certainly Pedence, and I know we sort of see him glim out sometimes, but he was the prime example yesterday of someone who, you know, you need to roll your sleeves up. You know, no one's going to give you points. Don't matter how bad the opposition are, they're not going to give you points in the Premier League. You've got to earn the right to be on that pitch and to be the better team and to play well. And he didn't do that. He was trying flicks and all sorts of things. And as soon as he lost the ball, hands went up, turned around. You know, I hate players that run forward and walk back. There's so many players, aren't there, that, that when, when we're attacking, it's great. As soon as we lose the ball, not interested. Come, that's someone else's job. We're a team here. You need eleven defenders and eleven attackers on the pitch if you can. You know, everyone's got a job to do defensively, and everyone's got a job to do when you've got the ball and you're going forward and attacking and pressing and all those things. And we've got too many players, I think, that don't contribute on one side of it. You know, Pedence is a good example. I think Troy always got better, but I still don't think he does enough defensively. You know, you can see that with the fourth goal, can't you? Whether it's a foul or not, I think it is. But you know, we still got to do his bit as an in. And if he needs to, wipe the guy out and take a book in and then you can have a go at the ref for not giving the foul. You don't just let him run down the wing and put it in the net and then start flapping your arms about to, to the fourth official and whatever. So, you know, I think I think what Hoops said is right. And I think we've said before, haven't we, the, the football at the bottom end of the Premier League at this point in the season is not going to be pretty. It's never going to be pretty at this point in the season. It's about heart 
and desire and guts and determination. You know, I mean, to be fair to Leeds yesterday, they threw their bodies on the line for some of those I shots. Did. And, and, and did. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and again, balls, I don't think we did. Why we got no backbone. Yeah. There's no backbone at Wolverhampton Wanderers. Lopetegui will be going around that chess dressing room now. He'll know exactly who he wants to keep. This man isn't a fool. He'll go round and he'll put his arm round every one of them. You're a world beater, you are. You're, you're just what we need. Even though he knows, as soon as he keeps us up, that particular player oh, will boom. be gone. Boom, yeah. And, he, and I'm telling you now that he and Foson will be ruthless with this team because this you do not spend nearly a quarter of a billion pound over two transfer windows to finish 17th, right? So they'll be ruthless. Your Pedences, your Triores, I'll drive him away now, mate. He is infuriated. He has raped and pillaged my club. He has held us to ransom. If you tell me where he's going, I don't care if he's going to Napoli. I'll drive him there in my van free of charge. Now, I don't care what he produces, and he's held us to ransom. No arguing about that. I'll drop him off there. Not a problem. If he don't want to stay, I'd put him in the 23s. Right? There's too many. There's too many. Well, just not putting a shift in. Right? So, Leeds yesterday... Leeds are on a better side than Wolverhampton Wanderers. But they've got balls, Dave. Like Jack just said, they threw themselves at every ball. Look at the keeper. The amount of times he threw himself at, at Jimenez's He's feet. He's a good keeper as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, good, yeah. He made, a great, he made a great save off Jimenez. They wanted it, Dave. How much, how much do these players want it? Did, did they, will they die for the cause? As, it, as we say, as I said earlier, Alex Ferguson said, you can only have, you can't have any more than three having an off day. You'll lose. Look at the scores on that, on the player ratings you've just given. Well, that's How many it. had an off day, Dave? How many had an off day there? You say, if you say six is probably acceptable. Yeah, six to seven is kind of, I mean, six isn't good enough, but seven's kind of okay. But you expect players to be getting eights, nines and tens. There was only one player, which actually was Triori, because Nick gave it to Triori, got, got a seven. Everyone else was below that. I don't mind that, Dave. What what infuriates me is that no matter, he wants 120 grand a week, reportedly. Yeah, he's not worth he's not worth 120 grand a week. Wolves have offered him already. I can tell you for a fact, Wolves have offered Triore that much money. They offered well, it even, him. They offered it to him 12 months ago. They're offering they him have, less now because he's worth less. If they have, well, I'm gobsmacked. He do, I, I, mean, I agree with you on the Triore situation. You know what? My I'll tell you what the, sums him up, Dave. I'll tell you yeah. what sums him up. 97th minute when it all kicked off. There's a bloke there who's the quickest player in world football. He's built like an American footballer and he gets, I mean, honestly, if somebody had tugged my shirt like that, I was, 
it wouldn't have made the slightest bit of difference. He could have dragged that player along and still got to that ball with him hanging on his shirt. He's that strong, apparently. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not. You're, he just you're stops, not... and so does Pedence. Troyore is another one. They all just oh, arms in the air. Expect these referees will give us nothing. Don't expect anything. You won't get it. They are the most inept officials. In the last, oh, I don't, well, they're ever, I would say. They are shocking. So don't expect it. Play to the whistle and put a shift in. Get stuck in. And what you put in, you'll get out. And unfortunately, they ain't putting enough in, Dave. Do, do, I mean, do you, think, do you think not? Because, like, I watched the team yesterday and I can't say they didn't have any heart because they, you know, they were trying. 23 shots shows that they're, they're trying to create chances. You see now they're trying, I mean, Leeds wasting time from the six minute. The guy, the, 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 the rumble at the, at the end of the first half when the guy's holding onto the balls, they're trying to drag the ball. I see a team that's getting very, very frustrated with the, uh, and we haven't talked about the elephant in the room, the officiating, because we've been concentrating on how inept walls were defensively, which we were, and stuff like that. But we also have to go to the psychology of it, that this is a team, that we, as fans, as Lopetegui, as everyone, we're getting decision after decision after decision after decision. How many decisions in the last two months? We didn't get a penalty against Newcastle last week, a penalty and a red card. would have been 1-0 up, probably win the game. You know, we got Lamina sent off for walking up to the ref as a third person. We miraculously managed to fight back and win that game. You look at the cup decision against Liverpool. You look at the, the penalty against Forrest that wasn't given when he took his foot off. You look at the penalty again against uh, Semedo at the weekend. That could have made it 1-1. You know, you look at the Johnny situation. It was a red. Completely agree it was a red. But the referee went to the monitor, had a look. Came back, gave a red. Didn't go to the monitor um, for the uh, for the Samado incident. He goes to the monitor for the uh, for the Adama. It's like the, it's like the taking the pee. Oh yeah, we'll go over. We'll make, we'll make them think we're going to get a decision, and then he carries on. It's like ninety nine times out of a hundred, they go to the monitor. They check, but no, because it's Wolves, and this is what to me. Is winding the fans up and winding the players up, and they they've got to be better than getting wound up by all these. Things. I think that's why Troyer is going like this. They're going, oh, not again, not again, not again. Yeah, you, they've got to play to the whistle, Jack. Dave, I want I'd you... rather I'd rather he tracked back and absolutely smashed him than hold your hands up. I'd rather he get booked. I'd rather he. I'd rather Rodriguez who got the goal. I'd rather he snap him in half. Than stand there with his hands open. Absolutely, and this is the point. But I think the psychologically, there's something going on. But they feel so aggrieved about what's going on. But and you've got to use that, Dave. You've got to use that negative siege mentality. Siege mentality. Siege mentality. Exactly. The world's against us, and we'll find a way to beat the world. That's how you've got to play now. You've got, I think, ten games left, and you've got every game, Dave. Has got to be that mentality. It is no good going to Forest next week, and if it don't go your way, standing there going like this. Because I tell you now, they've got twenty six points Forest this season, and they got twenty of them at home. I know. And if you look at Pep, and you look at Jurgen from Liverpool, how many times have they used the world against us siege mentality to get their players Every going? Week. 
Um, to me, they've got to. You're you're absolutely right. I'm going to come back on to Jack now. They've got to come out of Forest, and they've got to basically not even let them get out their own half. We've got to go at them, and we've got to put them to bed by whatever means possible at that game because there's going to be 3,000 Wolves fans that are going to be expecting. We know the Forest fans, are, you know, they're, they're first year in the Premier League. They're they're enjoying it. They're, they're loving it. You know, they're passionate. They're back in the Premier League. We were there first year. We've got five years in. You know, they're, they're on a wave at home uh, and they're playing at Fortress. But we've got to go and win that game. Jack, you've heard what Sutty's had to say. I mean, again, and what we've all had to say, we talk about, the you know, the decisions and the mentality you've I've seen you nodding there. Do you think that's having an effect? I don't I think absolutely is. I mean, I'd like to know these apologies that Howard Webb's sending, do we cash him in for points at any point? Is it like if we get five <laughs> apologies, do we get three points? I'd I i do not know how it works. I mean, I, I was saying earlier, if we did go down, is Howard Webb gonna come to Molyneux and apologise to the staff that lose their jobs in the club shop, in the ticket office, in the media team? Is he gonna do it? Is he balls? They need to stop apologising and start getting things right. I'm going to be really objective here, right? There were five key decisions in the game yesterday. And I think the referee on the pitch got every single one wrong. Every single one. Welcome to talk us through it. Samedo, it's a penalty. A soft penalty is still a penalty. You can't have a little bit of a penalty or a lot of a penalty. If it's a foul in the box, it's a penalty. It should be given. OK? Yeah, that's why. Dawson should probably be sent off because we've seen lots of tackles like that this season where there's been red cards. So if we're applying the laws consistently, Dawson is probably, if we're being really honest, lucky to stay on the pitch. Johnny Otto should be sent off. The referee gave a yellow card at first and it had to be VAR had to bail him out to say, hang on a minute, mate, you need to check this again. And he got the right decision in the end. The fourth goal is a foul on Adama. Yes, he should have played to the whistle, he should have done all this, but that doesn't change the fact that it's a foul. And once he's seen it on the monitor, he should then be given that foul. No excuses. And the fifth one, the one that's really annoyed me, I've seen this this evening, the, the, the Nunes red card, the linesman bumps into him. So how, how the linesman can turn around and say, he's pushed me. You've got to send him off, he's pushed me. Disgraceful. So it's, it's the five big decisions in the game there. Three red cards, a penalty and a goal. And every single one on the field was wrong. Now, to, to a lot of people like me and you and Hoops and Sutty, football's our religion, Molyneux's our cathedral, right? Now, we go there with passion, with belief, with pride. I've seen us lose to Crawley, to Stevenage, to Grimsby, to Gillingham, to Warsaw, to MK Dons, to Peterborough, all these teams, right? Losing is kind of it's part of the game. I, I accept it. If we, if we get beat 6-0 and we've been awful, I'll accept it. I'll go home and I'll have a point and I'll get over it, yeah? What I don't accept is when it doesn't feel like the situation is fair. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to come on here and conspiracy theories and corruption and all this kind of thing. I just think the referees are so bad, so out of their depth, and there's just no accountability and no transparency that the situation is not going to get any better anytime soon. Edward Webb can make as many apologies and send flowers and chocolates to Wolves if he wants to every time the referees get it wrong. Nothing's going to change with this group of officials because they are so bad. I'm being really honest there. I think we got away with a couple of decisions yesterday and we were on the receiving end of a couple of poor decisions. If you're a select group referee, which is the top level of, of referees in England, to make five major errors, that should probably be spread across 20, 25 games. You know, you're making a, a big error every four or five games, maybe. And even then people are questioning you and saying, not sure about him. He's made five in one game. 
five in one game, some for us, some against us. But that doesn't change the fact that he was absolutely shocking. Now, you've got to separate it from, from the performance because I'm not saying here that, that the referee was the reason we lost. He wasn't. And you could have had the best referee in the world on that pitch yesterday and we'd have still probably lost the game for the reasons that we've just mentioned. But, you still, but you've still got to call it out when you see it. And that's why I think, you know, people were saying earlier, is Lopetegui to blame he's, when he's constantly in the ears? He's got to call it out because he can't sort of feebly stand by and just go, oh, well, maybe we'll get a decision next week then, maybe. The referees are, are shocking. And it's across the league. Every other team, there's probably Leeds fans watching this and, and Man City fans and Forest fans and all this. They'll be saying exactly the same. Yeah, we had a decision that's gone against us this week. We had one the other week. This, it's got Something's got to change. It's really got to change. You can't blame Leeds fans for enjoying, <laughs> enjoying our pain. I mean, no. you know, for them, they've had, you know, they haven't, I think it's only the second game they've won away from home and they, they've been struggling to score and they've scored four and won, won the game against the relegation rival. And they've beat us three times on the bounce. And as what Sutty said, they've scored nine goals. They must love playing us at the moment. Yeah. Like, we, you know, they're just, oh, well, don't worry. It's Wolves were guaranteed to, you know, to, they'll implode. They all go on, they all have that song, don't they? That all the other teams leave to falling apart again. That song that they sing themselves. But like, that's walls we were imploding, um, and then we fought back, and then we still managed to find a a, a way to uh, to lose. But you you know, if you're watching this as a as a Leeds fan in isolation or anyone in isolation, you probably think, oh yeah, moaning walls. You know, take it on the chin. You've lost the game. It's not just about this game. It's about a sequence of games, and that's why we're so irate, and why some fans call it out as corruption, which we've talked about. We think there's a you know, a sublime, uh, a subliminal bias more for the uh, the top six sides than than Wolves and Leeds. Obviously, Leeds have had the uh, probably had decisions against them, but it's it's been going on, and that's why we're so so frustrated. The facts of the matter is, Wolves, including yesterday, have had six six players sent off. Six, we've had. No players sent off against us. There was a cast iron penalty and red card last week, but we didn't get it. And these are the things where people say, oh, it evens itself out. And that's why we we get frustrated and why I think the players and the managers getting frustrated. But I'm, a, I'm with Sutty. They've got to put that to one side now and they've got to go, right, we're not going to get the, the run of the green. We're going to, you know, the world is against us. Everyone else wants us to go down for whatever reason. We feel like that the, the refereeing officials want us, want to get us out of the league. So we're going to make sure we score two or three goals. And if there's a bad decision, it don't affect us. Sutty, come back yeah. in. On well, I think we should take a, a, a leaf out of Millwall's book here, Dave, and start singing, no one likes us, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, Wolves and Millwall. It's almost like they're trying places. to set us up for failure. I'll give you a, a little a little snippet here. Do you remember when uh, I think we played Burnley? Nuno was manager. I think he ended up getting a 50 grand fine for saying that Lee Mason should never referee a game again. He was that poor, right? And if you look at the stats of poor decisions we've had since that time, honestly, you'd be shocked. No club in this division has had as many, and I can say this for fact, if there was a top 10 of worst VAR decisions ever given in this league, Wolves have got four of them. Exactly. Hoops, you wanted to come in and say something there, mate? 
I, yeah, I've, I've got to give a bit of context. I mean, I agree absolutely. The Liverpool, if we go back to the decisions, you know, the Liverpool debacle, you know, the Forest you highlighted, Southampton with Lamina, that was that was a farce of a sending off, although obviously it didn't affect the result. And of course, Newcastle, you know, the the issue with with Pope. I, I've got to be honest. Um, how I saw it in live, I thought it was a penalty. I've looked at it back. I don't think it's a penalty. That that's just my my opinion. And if it's clear and obvious, I don't think personally being objective, the ref has seen enough to give a penalty. That that that's my that's my decision. And 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 to to Jack's point earlier, Dawson was fortunate to be on the pitch. So and and the other two's. Uh, instance are, are immaterial you know you know yes i agree with the adama it it's soft i agree you should trap back i agree you should play to the whistle it doesn't matter if it's soft or not it's a foul so yeah that should have been ruled out and the nunes one will ultimately be overturned i suspect but i don't know but you you're both right when you look at it objectively with what we've seen and that's why you know Leeds fans are looking at us thinking oh my god they're making a big context because in my opinion, if you look at that game, Leeds fans quite rightly could say, hang on a minute, your centre-half should have been sent off in the first half. So, you know, you, you have to look at it that. And, 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 and Jack is right that we're not attributing that to the loss because let's not go 3-0 down against Leeds ultimately and let's not defend in the way which we've done. And I think what we, we looked at earlier and what we've talked and we've all talked about is the body language of some of these players. It's about the fact that we lose the ball, we get a bad decision. You know, I, I saw Sauron, I thought the second or third goal, it's gone in. It wasn't head in hands. It was, hang on, who do I blame? Can we check this? Can we check that? You know, we, we see the way never surrounds the referee on every decision. You know, we have to be honest and objective and, and say... Yes, I agree with a, a sage mentality, but this could also divide, you know, define us. And the officials could look at us and go, oh, it's walls. They're just moaning little brats. All they do is they moan, they moan and moan. And it can work in the adverse effect. We could have this season now defined by the fact that we won't get the rub of the green. And so, to be honest, I think we just, just suck it up. And just get on with it because use it. yeah you can use it you can channel it you can funnel it but don't you agree that i think we're at risk here of, of a little bit of you know for want of a better pun the boy who cried wolf it's like how many times are these walls you know complaining with reason but i also think it can go against us don't so use it yeah absolutely but and um, well, Sanders was good. Well said. That's a really good point, actually. And I think that's I think that's the I think that's the context that we've got to take from now. You've you we've got to, after tonight we've got to draw a line about it. We've had, we're going to obviously chew the fat on it. We've got the international break. We've got to come out and we've got to have that mentality as Sutian would referred to. Use it in a positive way because you can either use it in a negative way or you can use it in a positive way and that's what's got to happen. Right, we're going to go on to because we've got three more guys wanting to come on, so we're going to close up. Um, we're going to go, uh, first of all, to uh, you, Hoops. We'll go to you. Uh, moment or highlight of the day, performance <coughs> rating, man of the match, and to close with, where would you time travel to? 
I'll try and keep it brief. Uh, highlight of the game, we, his, his Kuhn has got a goal, hasn't he? Looked a bit fortunate, but he's got a goal. We've got a striker who's, who scored a goal, so that, that has to be the highlight of the game. Um, there were some poor performances, and other players might be mentioned. And I, I'm not going to say he was great by any means, but I am going to be positive here and single out Joe Gomez because that was a tough game for him to come into. He's 3-0 down, and what I did see, I did see a bit of fight from him. So, you know, I think there's a player there. Um, so, you know, there, there are other players in the middle, you know, you like Lamina and so forth, who really frustrated the hell out of me yesterday. But I thought Joe Gomez, all things considered, I think there's a player there and there's a bit of fight and there's something to build on. Um, uh, rating would probably be five. Um, and then in terms of time, time travel... I don't know. Maybe, you know. Doesn't have to be Wolves related. It could be anything. Doesn't have to be Wolves related. I, I'm a little bit too young to experience the swinging 70s. And maybe I consider myself, although I haven't got the hair or the look for it, a little bit of a hippie at heart. So maybe, you know, I could see myself in the 70s in Camden with a bit of free spirit and a free love. So maybe that's where I'd like to experience that's a bit of it. I love it. Free love. That's great. Um, Jack, to you. <clears throat> yeah. Um, highlight of the day and man of the match. I'm going to roll into one. I'm going to agree with Hoops, Joe Gomez. I thought there was a real player there. I thought he never hid. You know, he didn't get everything right. Yeah. But he never hid. You know, he, he kept showing for the ball. He kept trying to make things happen. There was a point where I, I think two minutes after Kuna scored, he made a great slide tackle and he pumped his arms up to the crowd like that. Come on, come on. I think that's what what the kind of character that we need going forward, isn't it? Like we've just been saying about the lack of, you know, cojones for a better word. He's got it in in abundance. You can tell that. And I think he's going to, again, you know, maybe not so much start every week, but I think when he's on the pitch, I think he's going to make a big impact in that that sense. So he's my man of the match and also his performance is my highlight of the day. Uh, Performance rating, I can't go any higher than a four. I think when you defend as poorly as that and you miss the chances that we missed... It's, it can't be any higher than a five. And the fact that it was against a, a direct rival knocks it down another point, so it's going to have to be a four. Time travel, I'd love to go and see some of those floodlit friendlies from the 50s against Honved and, and Spartak Moscow and people like that, just to see how, how amazing the occasion was. So, yeah, I'll go with that one. Absolutely brilliant. And Sutty, to close this section of the uh, the show. Yeah, Joe Gomez. He's got some balls, hasn't he? He's going, to, he's going to be exactly what we need to dig us out of this pit that we're in at the moment. Your fancy damn players with your flicks and fancy tricks ain't going to cut it. You're going to need people that want to roll their sleeves up and do it for you. I'm going to give it a four. There weren't, there weren't enough Joe Gomez's on the pitch, Dave. Quite simple. Highlight of the day? Did you and your time travel thing? Uh, highlight of the day. Well, I suppose Johnny's goal. He'll never get a goal like that again, will he? Um, well, no. Time, time travel. Yeah. Um, I'd probably go back a few years to spend a bit of time with the old man before he passed away, mate. Because there's a lot more important things than football, David. Absolutely. I mean, and on that, it is Mother's Day today as well. So, like, um, to all of you guys and girls out there or mums and stuff like that, happy Mother's Day. I know some of you guys probably would have lost your mum. I'm, I'm very lucky my mum's, like, in her 80s, um, potentially being 
uh, diagnosed with dementia, going through the dementia diagnosis at the moment, and I'm, you know, I've got to, still got her. So I, always I, talk uh, to her, Dave. Always tell her you love her. I do have all the time, mate. And um, as you say, there are more important things than uh, than football. And um, you know, you're absolutely right when you're that because you, moments like that, you, as you say, you time travel back to spend some time with your dad. I'm lucky enough currently to have still have my mom and dad. So. Uh, Anyone that's watching it, there's one thing to go football. We all have disagreements and stuff about, but like, make sure that you you take time for your family and especially your mom and dad, because yeah. you don't know when uh, you won't have that anymore. Anyway, that's to finish on on that segment of the show. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. Uh, and guys, thanks for coming on and waiting so patiently and putting across your views. It really is appreciated. No Cheers, Dave. All the best, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So that's uh, Sooty, uh, uh, Jack, <sighs> and, and um, you know, we really do appreciate um, them coming on and, um, and talking about the show. Next up, we've got Craig. How are you doing, Craig? Hiya, Dave. You all right? Thanks for waiting so patiently, yeah, mate. Fine, mate. No problem at all. I much appreciate it. Nathan, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Good to see you after the game yesterday as well, mate. Yeah, and you, Dave. It's a battle of the Baldies. Did you leave? Did you leave uh, Craig and myself intentionally till last? Well, we've got we've, got, uh, we've now got Chris as well. <laughs> he, he, he's he's battling. I'm, I'm kind of going that way, but you, yeah, you're not going to get much positive vibes from us three here, Dave. I'll tell you now. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, we could, uh, you know, I think Manuel should be uh, a sponsor of the show at this segment. It's basically, you know, that uh, the the hair thing or whatever it's called. Have the regrowth, but yeah, I mean, I don't can... know about the other lads, but I I had a full head of hair before the start of the season, so I I don't know. So looks for it looks for it's done to us all the uh, all the stress. Anyway, I do appreciate you've obviously uh, listened to uh, you know to everything that. Um, has been said. There's been a lot of passionate talk uh, tonight. Uh, we're going to kick off first of all uh, with you, Nathan. I mean, you know, you 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 don't you you love a little bit of controversy. You never shy away from it and stuff like that. You heard Sam at the beginning um, on the first thing about like you know he, he doesn't want Lopetegui. He didn't think he's the man. He's taken us down. He's not good enough. This. I mean, you know. That's quite controversial. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, how did you uh, see that, and what have your thoughts on all the other comments that have been said tonight? I don't think I can top that one in terms of controversy, and I don't, I don't believe that's the right. I mean, he, he's he's allowed his opinion, but I, I mean, Lopetegui is a world class manager, absolutely, um, and we have, you know, he's, pro, he's well, he's probably the best caliber of manager we've had for. I mean, back to Nuno, which we'd all we'd all love the Nuno days, but. He's an incredible manager. And I think the, the trouble is, and I'll, I'll go back to the transfer window in January. We were all lauding that transfer window, saying it Absolutely. was it was fantastic. We we're all giving it eight and nines out of ten. We couldn't believe the business we'd done. We got I wrote Rome down here just in case I forgot. Kuna, Sarabia, Lamina, Gomez, and Dawson. And we're thinking, well, I'm that's deadly. a setup. That's a setup. You know, there's no no way we're going to get relegated with that. But again, the the big admission. Was goal scorers. We've got lots of little tricky wingers, lots of Portuguese flair, Spanish flair, um, but no one's putting the ball in the net. And, you know, Costa was an absolute disgrace. I still think he's one of Wolves' worst ever signings. 
Jimenez is coming back into a bit of form, but it, it seems I think it's a bit a little too little too late. So yeah, I've listened to all the I've listened to all the, the stuff tonight, and I'm I'm get a bit sick of this woe is us, this mentality of the world's against us. Boo hoo hoo! It's like no, we're not good enough. We're we're just not turning up. And you know, I think um, I think Sutty said it in the last one. The passion's not there. The balls aren't there. And yesterday was a great example of. One team had turned up to win that game and, and they were the team in white. They weren't the best team on the pitch. We were the better team. We had the better players. But you know what? They turned up and they said, we're going to have this. We're going to go for it. And to every tackle, every block, we weren't doing that. We were losing players at, at the far post, which was the goal. Um, Johnny was an absolute disgrace from, from minute one. Pedence should have been hooked after 15 minutes. You know, you Lopetegui is great at making these 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 swift sort of subs at half time and hauling players off, but he needed to do it sooner for me. He needed to change that game. You could see that Samedo Samedo was getting uh, completely destroyed by Notto on the wing. Double up on him, like we do, like people do with Adama. Double up oh, on him. I mean, it was three on Adama. Exactly. I know it was only five six minutes in, but it already it already happened three or four times, and it was only a match. You could just see that goal coming. You know, I think sitting in the stands, you thought, yeah, they're going to go one nil up here. And and th they did. Now, we'll come on to the decisions, I'm sure, later. And I'll shut up and let Chris Chris talk in a second. But last week, and I, sit by, I stand by the decision. I didn't think it was a penalty last week for Jimenez. I still think he made the first movement into Pope and it was soft. And I, I, I stand by that. And I think I was about, there's, there's probably about two of us in the world that agree with that decision. And yesterday, you know, we all go on about how bad the ref was. But as as was just pointed out in the last uh, uh, the last three that came on, for both teams, both teams are hard done by. Um, Dawson should have been sent off. That was clear as day for hauling back. Uh, Samedo could have been a penalty, could have not been a penalty. Um, and Johnny, I mean, that's a disgraceful tackle. I know it was unlucky, but my God, he could have snapped his leg in half. So, you know... There were decisions bad, but we're just sick of the incompetence of referees in this division. It's it's getting beyond a joke, and we we seem to be at the uh, the shitty end of it, for want of a better word. We are getting the terrible decisions against us, and we're worse than any. As you said, Dave, what are we now? Six reds, none against. With the with the most in the league, not even itself out. Is it? We're not getting a break. We're not getting like. The Newcastle, I know, like you talk about the thing, but like if it is given, it's probably a sending off. But like we don't, we haven't had any of those swings in our favours in a game where we've had the chance to play against ten men. You know, we've had. <coughs> I mean, if you think about six red cards, okay, Nunes was sent off on the touchline for, you know, backing into a linesman. Hopefully, that will get turned over. The Johnny, you know, you can talk about some of the the Lamina red card was stupid. But we managed to, I mean, that was three points we should have lost, really. And we managed to, you know, have some heart and battle and, and win the game. But you don't get six players sent off and not win and, and get points generally. Those are, those are, it's, it's frustrating. But you think it gets evened out. And that's the point, isn't it? It doesn't. Maybe it will in the next 10 games. Maybe we'll get some decisions go our way, but we'll have to wait and see. Chris, I'm bringing you in on this one now. You've heard what Nathan's had to say. What's your thoughts? Um, I didn't agree with the Jimenez. I thought that was a penalty. I didn't think yesterday was a penalty uh, with Samedo. We've got to get out of this mentality that 
the refs and Premier Leagues are against us because it's just going to kill us. You know, the club motto is out of darkness cometh light. We just need to suck it up and know we're going to get nothing out of this referee today, lads. Don't give him any anything to give us a, a problem, and and don't do it. That's what that's that's what you would have done, you know. It, it, when I played football, oh, Christ, we got in this week. Better not do anything because, but we, we, I think it's masking some things. The first thing is we ain't good enough. We have got some really, really average players there, who worse than being average in this league where you can't afford to have average players, they don't apply themselves. There, there are players there every week at the moment who are not doing the basic things that they should be. And I don't understand why they keep being picked. So that's that's a bit I mean, of a bigger... Keep picked, what players do you refer to when you say that? Right. So he's brought Nathan Collins on four times, I think, and it's turned into a car crash. I watched him stand with a... With a with, Stand on the touchline and and let a lad run round him, runs round him on that touchline. What the hell? Stand off the bloke, and uh, you know, I'd rather him put a tackle in and miss and just stand there and be waltzed round. He, he, it's 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 just basic stuff. Mateus Nunes, the most I've seen him energised and aggressive was when he got sent off yesterday, and he got sent off, and he should have been sent off because he wasn't in the in the box that he should have been. He was by the linesman. He shouldn't have been there. Don't give the officials the chance to do things. And that's what they're doing. I, I can't understand their mentality. And and, and Hoops is right about, about Ruben and, and his constant jiving at the ref. You you just, next game, you watch him. He's always in on the ref's ears. It turns you off. People that is just, job uh, as a captain, though, to be uh, yeah, talking to the ref. Uh, he's the one person that he's allowed to talk to the ref. But, there's 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 a way you do it, Dave, and 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 I I think he's far too over the top, and I get that they feel a bit unjust and they they think everything's going against them, but you know they you've got if they don't get out of that mentality, we're going down because oh woe is me, they're all off. I mean, some of them players on that pitch, Pedence yesterday, I messaged you in the match, I said what you know, I messaged Jason. I can't. I couldn't believe it. That I think that first half performance from Pedence, and I like Pedence. I think he's he's, he's a good player. He's our top scorer. But that was awful. That was absolutely awful. What he was doing yesterday, it, it was. I just couldn't find it. I, I I just can't see them applying themselves properly. And, and it, you know, it just. I think I think the lads earlier were right. The only one that really I thought had a good go, go yesterday was Gomez. You know, I, th- I thought... Well, he's, Portland, he's, also, he's hungry as well as any Gomez. He wants to get in the team as well, you know. So, he, yeah. young and hungry, which we want every player to be. Lamina was getting a bit of a, a battering on social media last night. I don't think he was particularly at fault. I mean, he was playing as a sweeper at one point yesterday. What? So, again, you know, it's, it's like I mentioned it last week. Let's stop tinkering with the team. You know, I, we're doing all sorts of things with the team, bringing players on here, players on there. And I'm not sure we've got... I'm not sure they they are, they are get it. I, I I just can't see. I've been quite positive the last few weeks because I thought the upper Teddy was getting there. I could see some. But that yesterday was absolutely atrocious. It was abysmal. And, and we've got to stop hiding behind the referee. 
and, and the fact that they're not making decisions. We've got to wake up, acknowledge that we're not doing what we should be doing and change it. Okay. Even the manager, even the manager is, you know, referee this. If he thinks that third card's going to get rescinded, he's living in cloud cuckoo land. Nunes was not even in the technical area. I think it will get rescinded personally. I think it's a ridiculous decision. But, like, yeah, it probably shouldn't have been. But, like, you know, you see people out the uh, technical area all the time and they don't get sent off. Um, well, I mean, look, look at Bruno Fernandes the other week when he actually pushed uh, or, as has been said there, uh, an official. You know, he got nothing. Craig, I'm really going to be interesting to hear your thoughts because you always say how you think. I mean, you've heard... Chris go on about the referees and stuff like that. Didn't think there's a penalty and stuff like that, you know, and the players and stuff. But, you know, I mean, what's your view on how this is affecting everyone? You know, I mean, we talk about it a bit. I mean, I really want to hear from the heart what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, you'll get it straight, Dave, uh, regardless. Um, we are currently in the Premier League got the, the worst referees in world football. But everybody's got them. We are getting our unfair share, but it's not deliberate. These these people are incompetent. And what is worse than that is that the people that should be getting it 100% right in uh, on, on VAR, having the replays, uh, seen it four or five times, that, that, that I would guess... 99% of any football fan that watches football on a regular basis would get those decisions right. These Muppets can't. But it's the same for every single club. It's the same for Leeds. It's the same for um, Man U. So, so this, this, this victim uh, um, mentality that we currently have at, at, at Wolves is killing us. Because yesterday... Every single decision that went against us, you saw the reaction from uh, JL, from the team, as though, oh, woe is us, woe is us. Let me tell you, everything that has been wrong at Wolves for the last two years was on show yesterday. Um, we weren't a better team than Leeds. We've got better players than Leeds. But Leeds were a better team uh, than uh, than us. They fought as an eleven, never say die, and they and they murdered us, having thirty six percent of the uh, the ball. We couldn't score again. Clear, absolutely clear cut chances. Players just panicking, blind panic. It, 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 it's like um, uh, taking an exam. When you're trying to remember answers and you get that black black spots in in the front of your eyes and your mind goes blank, we've got that problem now in the front front of goal. The number of chances, clear cut chances that we created yesterday, we should have been three four one up at, at half time, and we weren't because we haven't got players with the with the with a presence of mind to calm down and just think about what they're doing. There's, 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 there's no measure in the front of goal. But we've had that for two years. What is worse now is that we can't defend. And we can't defend because we've got two full-backs being picked who've never... Uh, Johnny, uh, this season, has not had one good game. So 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 why is, why is he, he um, playing, playing at all? 
right? He, he, he's he's not played well once this 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 year. We're, we're missing Bueno. Oh, Samedo that we've talked about how many times now looks great going forward. That guy cannot defend yet again. Yesterday, that that out ball for Leeds over over his right hand and side, right to the player. Four five yards away from from the Leeds guy, crosses in. What do we get? A goal. And and our start yesterday, Dave, summed up for me. After thirty seconds, I was shouting, "Wake up! Wake up! Wake up!" What did we do? We sauntered about like like we were going going down to the uh, the um, the beach, Golden Cathedral, Golden Crematorium. If we're not careful, um, we th- there is so much wrong. We we are we are not a, a team, um, Johnny. I wouldn't play him again. That tackle was well. Awful. He's, he's going to be suspended. How many games suspension? Is that two game back? Three. It's three. Um, I'll be surprised if he start if he plays again this season. How he didn't break that bloke's leg, Dave. I will never know. That that he, he, that was that was a dreadful tackle. And 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 summed up the ref, because when he gave him a, a yellow to start with, it, it, it was it was an absolute straight red, and and you saw the guy's leg bend. Uh, you know, it was absolutely awful. Yes, the um, the tomato penalty. Um, you're absolutely right, Stonewall, soft, yes, but it was a foul, so it's a penalty. Last week's was 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 a Stonewall penalty, absolutely Stonewall. Oh, Everybody this, this is why Howard Webb's got a parking space at Molyneux. Oh, yeah. but, but other teams have had really really bad decisions. We've just had our, our unfair share of them. That's all. But our team is the reason that we are where we are. Not the refs, not the opposition. We are playing well. Yesterday summed up what was worst about Wolves. And our two fullbacks, they shouldn't play again. See, we, I, I, I'm going to come back because I, I think Tomato's been quite good this year. I think he can't defend, Dave. He can't. How many goals have we conceded from that side? I will disagree with that. I think he's been one of our better players overall. I think he's he's been. I mean, you obviously you've got your view on it. I, yeah, I don't right. think he's as cool, but I think some sometimes with Tomato, he's not had the cover. Um, I agree with Johnny Otto. Um, since he's, he's had, he's, I mean, you know, he was a great servant for, for Wolves. You know, he's had a, a great career. He's had two, you know, almost career-threatening injuries. He's come back, but he ain't the same player. He's still, he's still got, like, he's got the heart, but he's and the, the, the third goal is just cataclysmic mistake. It's like he's, he's he's leaning into the guy and he just gets his pocket pinched and it, it, that should not happen. Three 0 down, we almost give up the ghost. People left, and then obviously he, he redeemed. He comes and it's a great goal. He you know he hits it first time. It goes in. Fair play. He, he's standing still. He's got a lot of space. He sees the keeper off his line. He goes for it. You know it goes in. But like he's got a three game ban now. I can't see him coming coming back from that. Um, bueno, who's a young lad, has been one of the players of the season. He I came into, he came into the into the side, you know, by, almost by accident. He's again hungry, got heart. He's good. He's, he's learning to defend. He knows when to go. Um, 
Eight Nori has got something there as well. But like, I'm, I think you're right with Johnny. I think Samedo sometimes gets a little bit exposed. Um, that's my opinion. But I think he's improved a lot compared to what he was. Uh, Nathan, coming back on to you now. Um, you've heard what Chris and um, Craig have said. You know, had a chance to think about it. You know, looking forward now for Wolves. What you know, if you were Lopetegui, what sort of decisions would you be taking? It's a, a tough one. I mean, we're you know we're we're depleting the the team week in week out through injuries and suspensions at the moment. So, and don't forget, Nevis is still one one yellower from a two game ban. I know. I mean, we were all a bit disappointed when Nevis was pulled, but you know the, there were reasons behind that. I think his hamstrings were a bit tight. We all thought it was because of the the uh, the 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 looming suspension. So we we can't not play Nevis. I mean, Nevis and Gomez in the middle were. You know, head and shoulders, the best players on the pitch yesterday. So, I think moving forward, you've you've got to you've got to start Kuna. Um, hopefully, he's match fit now because every time he plays, you know, we've seen the statistics. We get far more goals with him in the team than without him in the team. He's he's a threat. You know, he's not the finished article, and we're all wondering whether he's worth what the forty three million that we're we're probably paying for him. But. You know, he is new to the league. We all thought Jimenez was a complete waste of space when he joined because he, he couldn't adapt. And look at the player he turned into for a good, you know, couple of seasons. So I think we need to give him a little bit of break. Cerebia. I think we look better when Kuna's on the pitch. You know, he seems to link up the play. When he came on and stuff like that, I, I think he, he had, he, he's not, I don't think he's a number nine. But I think he's great to play off a set off a number nine. And he, it was good. I know it was a deflected goal, but at least he shot. He had a shot and we had a bit of luck and he went in. Um, I think you're right what you're saying. Kuna will probably turn out to be a really good player. And, you know, he he, he got he, he got injured just when he was starting to make an impact. He's coming back. Um, we keep picking up these little niggly impact injuries as well. Sorry to interrupt you, Nathan. Carry on. No, you're right, Dave. I was just going to say about Sarabia. I think um, he's the one at the moment that's really disappointed. He's yeah. not offered anything. Okay. Um, whenever he's come on or when he started, I've not seen enough from... You know, someone who's come from PSG and is supposed to be this fantastic little player, I've not seen a thing yet, which is uh, which is going to change my mind. And we, we are struggling a little bit when you think, you know, Huang's out now and he made a bit of an impact in the last game. Let's not forget, we beat Spurs and Liverpool, but then we lose to Bournemouth and, um, uh, you know, Leeds. And you think you'd rather that was reversed, actually, beating your relegation rivals and not worrying about beating the top six. They're the ones we should have took points off, regardless. I think moving forward, we need probably 11 points from the last 10 games. 38 was enough to stay up last season. Uh, what are we on at the moment? 27. So we, we need 11 points. We need 11 points. So, you know, we all wonder where those wins are going to come from, but none of us saw, saw us beating Spurs or Liverpool. So who's to say we won't beat Chelsea? You know, go away to Forest and get something. They're not a great team. You know, they're. We should have beat Forest in the cup. We were battered them second half. Absolutely. And I think we can go and beat Forest, but I think like you know, you've, we've got we haven't got to be like waiting for the uh, the batteries to warm up and before we start playing because when we go a goal down, it, we don't come back that often. We need to when we go in front, we don't tend to lose games when we take the lead. How do you take the lead? It's by going, getting on the front foot straight away and taking the game and attacking and getting the goal and then you're in front. They've got to come out. The gaps open up. As Leeds picked us off yesterday, um, you know, for, especially for the fourth goal. But like... No, you know, Dave, the game we took, the game we took by, the, uh, by the scruff of the neck was Liverpool. 
We yeah. came out and we oh, absolutely brilliant. charged them. Those first 15 minutes, the, the press was just wonderful to watch and, and Liverpool didn't know what hit them. We don't do that in games. We, we're, like you say, we're far too lethargic when we start. We pass it around too much and then teams just rush us. And Leeds, you know, right from um, two or three seasons ago, the Leeds team are always known for their press. And yesterday was no different. The, you know, the energy and the press, and we, yeah. we couldn't cope with it at times. And again, has been has been pointed out by many people on this uh, on this show. There were too many players having bad days and not showing up for the fight. Um, you know, in that midfield, especially you had, you had Gomez and Neves. Lamina wasn't having a great game, but he wasn't helped by you know the wingers giving up. Adama, that was atrocious. I mean, to to just fling your arms in the air and go, oh, I've been I've had my shirt pulled a little bit. So what? The whistle's not gone, mate. Get on with the game. Had, it was, actually, you know, had he reacted like he should have done instead of like complaining, which I do think it was a foul and should have been turned over. But regardless of that, it didn't matter. He should have not have, if he'd have reacted properly and actually got and won the ball back, they wouldn't have broke on us and scored the goal in the first place. Um, oh. You know, you win the ball back and then you get the foul if you need to. But no, you, that, I mean, that's back. We've all played. That's like we talked about earlier. These are all the basics that you do. Johnny Otto, if in doubt, kick it out. Don't dilly dally in your own penalty area, you know, and lose the ball. And then they're straight in on the six yard goal. I mean, it goes through Sars' legs, but he wasn't expecting Johnny to do that. Just get rid of the ball. Basic mistakes. And I think this comes back to what um, a lot have been saying this is the worry. The naivety of what's been going on in the defence, the concentration level, um, on the awareness of what's going on around us. It's like, you know, you'd expect like us in defence, like us four playing at the back and, oh, yeah, some, you know, you know, a decent little football inside score a goal like that because we're like, they're not professional footballers and, you know, you, we wouldn't pick up the run of a, you, you know, running around and stuff like that. But we're not professional footballers that train week in, week out to and know what leads are going to do. And then you just switch off and lose your man like that. Or you just dilly-dally on the ball in the six-yard box and have it nicked off you and there's a goal. They're basic errors. Lopetegui, you know, he's, he's obviously... He's got two weeks to the next match. To the next match, I'm hoping he, you know, he does. He, he eats because he, he, you know, they say he doesn't eat after the game. He must be tearing his hair out. Uh, you know uh, what's going on. It, it needs to be sorted out between now and the next game. He talked about keeping clean sheets. We conceded four to to a, a Leeds team that hadn't won away for ages. That can't score more than one or two goals themselves recently. And we've conceded four goals. And the Leeds fans are ecstatic. I mean, you can't blame them for being in that. I mean, Chris, you know, hopes, you know, you know, do you agree that, like, we're, you know, do you still feel that we're going to have enough to stay up? Do you think there's going to be a reaction or you will really, yeah, really well, want that? When we when we asked where we were going to be at the end of the season about two months ago, I said we were going down. I, I couldn't see us getting away from it. And Lopetegui has changed my view. I really don't know what Sam Planet Sam was on no. when he was saying. Um, you know, I did I did put on there that um, there's the same. Some people have more money than sense, and as Sam sits in the Billy Wright stand and can afford to sit in there, he's obviously got more money than sense because Lopetegui is not is not uh, a bad manager, and I don't think he is going to be the reason. 
I think he probably in reality didn't quite understand how bad some of these players are or have become. I don't know it's a mentality thing. Um, I don't know. And it'd be interesting what Paul sorts of if he, if he was around one week about these constant issues on, on whether it is making I'll them... i tell you that um, I had a message off Paul um, and he's going to vent it all out on our a podcast oh. um, later on this week. So uh, that will be a good one uh, to listen yeah. to because obviously just the psychology side of it. Yeah. Um, but it, but it, 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 do I think they can turn it round? I can't... Jo, Johnny, Johnny... I used to play fullback. Johnny is a fullback. He 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 can play as a fullback, but he just hasn't got it anymore, Dave. His body, his body is not doing what his brain wants to do. He's late to things. He's not concentrating. I don't know whether he's still in some pain. He's not quite fully fit. So so there's the first problem. I don't think we've got anybody else to play. I think Aitnor Norrie's got a little knock. I know. Apparently, it was tactical reasons he was out the squad. Uh, you know, not having a not having a backup um, left back. When you've got Johnny on the pitch, is probably a, a, a mistake by the manager. Um, Adama, oh, everybody's getting on his back. We need to understand with Adama that he's really only good at one thing, and that is getting down that wing and either putting a great ball across or a crap one. That, that's that's all he does. He's not going to trap back. You're right. He should have got up. Instead of standing there, flapping his arms about like he was on the front of the Titanic with bloody whatever, when he went down, he, he should have got up and gone back and, and got in and intercepted, put a tackle in, got his body in the play. He just didn't do it. But that, I'm just worried that they don't seem... It's almost like they don't care. And that's what I'm starting to feel, that some of these players, and it might be because what what sort of was saying... They've got half an idea they're off. I don't think the manager's stupid enough at this stage of the season with the squad we've got to start telling people, you're off in the summer, pal. I don't care what, you know, start looking for a new home. I don't think the manager would do that because that would just turn them off straight away. And he's never going to get them where he needs them to be. But I don't know, subconsciously, some of them are switching off because they know my days are numbered here. Um I see bright sparks. Kuna, Kuna, Kuna gets a ball and turns towards the, the goal that we're trying to score in and goes. And um, I don't think we've got many other players that do that. The Neto, Matt, I think Neto's kind of in that thing. He looked quite and he, he looked good. He looked good. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he was all right. He, I, I was fuming that, that Neto was off at half-time and Pedence was still on there. I, I really was yesterday because I thought, bring Pedence on the left and put Adama on the right straight at half-time. He waited six minutes for him to get another goal before he did that, which was a bit of a... So, I suppose I am getting a bit annoyed with, with Lopetegui because I can see there are things happening and they're not being addressed. And, and whether it, he can't address them because that's all he's got, he's got to, he's got to work with them, I don't know. It, it must be difficult for him when you've got players doing this stuff and they just keep doing it. And so... I don't think we're going to go down. I, I still don't think we're going to go down. But I'm hugely disappointed in in the outlook of the players yesterday. I was I was really upset when Johnny let that guy do a Viennese waltz around him yesterday. I stood up and was shouting for him to get off. It was right in front of me, 
I just can't abide bad, you know, really basic bad defending, and that was awful, you know. It, it, so I, I'm I'm not 100% doom and gloom, but he's got some work to do here, it, 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 and it's starting to look like it's Mission Impossible. Well, let's hope it's not Mission Impossible. Uh, and, and, and the worry I've got is is if it did all go wrong, I could, you know, I could see us doing a double dip thing again, and I, uh, uh, you know, we'll. We'll be getting on a bus and going to places like Lincoln and York to watch. We, we, we had the uh, we uh, had the league one season. We enjoyed it for what it was. We're not. That's not going to happen again. We can't. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want to be going for a tour around the bloody cathedral at Lincoln or York and then watching a match afterwards because it's well. Yeah, you know. oh, that's a good point. Go on, yeah, Craig. I, 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 I'm sort of not into this. The uh, this this uh, team don't don't care. You can you you. you I, I agree many, with that. You see too many. Flashes of, of, of absolute passion, and when things go right, it's it's an immediate response. There's, there's nobody sauntering about; they're all absolutely up. I think I think what we have is a a, a, a squad um, where some of our players are fight, but we've got too many flights where 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 things go wrong. Then rather than than stand and, and and fight the corner. We've got too many players that that back off or or walk away. Um, we've got we've got twenty goals that we've conceded at home this season in fifteen games, and we've only scored twelve. And that, in a nutshell, I, if, if you look at stats and I look at them after every game, apart outside of the top six, Wolves dominate possession against every team. Uh, they have more possession, but other teams are more clinical uh, than than we are. And you saw that yesterday. In that first half, Leeds had the first three and a half minutes and then we battered them and scored none. And the number of balls going going across the the, uh, six-yard box, that that sort of goal striker uh, poaching is instinctive. You can't train that into people. They're either going to be there or they're not. And we clearly haven't got people that, that, that are there. I mean, 12 goals in 15 games at home. You know, that, that's, it's, that's dreadful. And that's not just this year, is it? Uh, that, this has been going on for two, two and a half years. Exactly. It's, a, it's an issue. We've got, I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I think what Sutty says, I think we get to the end of the season and hopefully we stay up. There's going to be... Uh, uh, there's good, the knives will probably be out and the, lots of things will be happening because uh, we've got to improve for next season and Lopetegui is not going to stay around if if they're not going to uh, you know be challenging for Europe next year. But we've got to stay in the division. Nathan, I just want to because we're going to we're over two hours, so I've, you know we've, it's been an epic show tonight. Um, obviously, have your say on what's going to happen now and how you're feeling. Will we'll stay up? But we'll also go straight into highlight of the day, performance rating. Um, Man of the match, and of course your time travel question as well. So um, in this segment, and then we'll go around everyone else to finish off the show. Sure, Dave. It's a lot to digest. Let's see how much I can uh, I can bore you with. Um, I think we'll stay up, but it's who knows at the moment. It's so tight. You know, one or two bad defeats again, and we could we get out of the mire? I'm not sure. You know, and everyone talks about the fact that there are three worse teams than us. I'm yet to see them. I'm I, what I'm seeing at the moment are a lot of teams down there who are battling for their lives, and I don't see that in every game with Wolves. Unfortunately, I know we we talked about you know a lot of people on the chat are saying that we kind of making Triari out the scapegoat. 
I think it's just sometimes the petulance and the the arms flying up in the air that you know gives us that opinion and thinks that well you just wish he'd show a bit more passion and drive because that's I think that's a diamond in a nutshell. Every manager thinks they can get the best player that uh, out, a better player out of them than actually there probably is in there. He's, he's a one-trick pony. He gets to the byline and he puts some great crosses in. You kind of have to just put up with the other side of the game. Um, so let's. I'll, I'll just move on to sort of performance rate, man of the match, etc. So I don't think we deserve more than a three and a half for yesterday's performance. I think. There weren't many players that were, were, you know, that were more than a five or six in terms of performance rating. I'd agree with most people who said Gomez. I thought Gomez was, with Neves, sort of head and shoulders above the rest of the team. I think he he just showed that passion, that fight. And, you know, there was a gesture to the crowd at one point to to come on, get behind them. And I think he was doing it to his own, own teammates as well. He was trying to speed them up and, and get a bit of drive into them because... He could see they were flat and not, you know, not fighting like they should do. So, and and moments of the match, I think, was Kuna jumping into the Leeds fans to get the ball back. You know, he's obviously from the uh, the favelas in Brazil because that takes some balls to jump into the, you know, a pack of Leeds fans and grab a ball back. I've been to Ellen Road and I've uh, I've been in a few scrapes myself up there. They're not uh, they're not shy in coming forward, the Leeds fans. Um, so yeah, I'd say. That was my man of the match, Gomez. Moment of the match was was uh, was Kuna jumping in. Um, and if we were going to time travel back, for me, I think going back to New Orleans in the fifties to see uh, Natkin Cole and some other the jazz, you know, the jazz cathedrals in New Orleans, just sublime. I just wish I could live through that period when you know music was really coming to the fore. Um, so yeah, and, and and the walls weren't too bad in that period either. So that'd be quite nice to to go and watch them win a couple of leagues and FA Cups. That class, mate, that is. Right, back over to you, Chris. To, again, same questions. Um, just one more point on Raul. I forgot about it. I was going to bring it up. Will he stop standing in front of the goalkeeper when he's got the ball in his hand, wasting time? Because it's costing us. He's not... I just don't know why he does it. It's ridiculous. He seems to do it all the time now. and You know, he's just delaying the kick. He's just point, eating time right? Um Oh, sorry, ran over. Um, <laughs> if I was going to go back in time on the subject of Raoul, I'd like to go back to just before COVID hit us so we didn't play him in that bloody game at Arsenal and we didn't have this injury because he's the best psycho I've ever seen. At Molyneux, when I've been watching games, and he's not the same guy. I, I, I want him to get back there, but I don't think he's going to be. Uh, I'd just like to get him back because we need we, we need that guy now. We ain't got we need that guy we had now. We'd be in a much bit different te- team if we had that player back now, and he's not quite right. there. Um, rating. I'm going to give it a one. Wow. Well, it was awful. Okay. We, stats, possession. We had 68% possession. How much is it in our own half that was going between the full-backs and the centre-halves? It, it, it's, it, you know, we got to stop. Get the sodding ball forward. It's, you know, I get we're trying to make space. I get we're trying to invite him. But we've seen our players that can't do it anyway. So stop doing it. And, and so I think, I think I'd give it, 
I, I think I'd have to give Gomez you know, the man of the match because I really, I really don't think anybody else had a good game. I thought they, I thought you know people are saying we had six off colour. I think it was more than nine, eight or nine. I, I think it was. It, it, and 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 the final thought will be everybody keeps saying there's three teams worse than us. There wasn't yesterday. That was the worst performance I've seen from a Wolves team for a long time. Okay. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. One. Okay. <laughs> uh, Craig? Yeah, a three for me, Dave. Um, you can't have that much possession and do nothing with it and then defend like you, you don't know how. Um, you know, for, for all the fancy dance stuff, it's meaningless. If you don't score and then you concede when for every single shot the opposition uh, take, then, then it's 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 a three. Um, Gomez, only because of the passion, uh, with Nevers as a as a very close second. Um, I'd like to go back to ten sixty six. Yeah, and and and, and tell that, um, King Harold to stop staring. Um, there's a pun there. You, we'll get there. Yeah, he got shot in the eye by an arrow. Uh, okay, look, it's late, I know, but I, I thought that might might make you smile, but obviously it's far too late. And yes, yeah, I, went over, I went over my head. I'm thinking he wish he went over his head. <laughs> so I know he had an arrow in the eye. Yeah, he did. Yeah, stop staring, Harold. Yeah. Uh, no, it, on a on a on a serious note, I'd, I'd love to go back uh, to 1974 Wembley again and and relive. Uh, I was 14 and uh, standing at Wembley when uh, when King John put that ball in. We were talking uh, about the replay at Stoke. It was due to be at Stoke on the Tuesday night. And we were saying, uh, are we going to get there? And it was a magical day uh, against a very, very good uh, man, uh, city side. But, it, you know, that was a great day at, at, at the old uh, Wembley Stadium as well. It was just wonderful. So uh, I'd sort of like to live that again. Absolutely well summed up, mate. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm just going to go round and um, just to finish off on, before, before, I'm going to ask all the pundits quickly just uh, how many points we're going to finish up on and what position. Um, and the reason for that is just to buy a little bit of time whilst you guys in the chat can tell us if you manage to spot this week's secret word. So you've got about a minute if you can put them down on there, I'll put all the uh, all the uh, the ones up on the screen. But whilst we do that, we're going to go to Nathan first. Um, where are we finishing, Nathan? And how many points have we got? I think it's going to be seventeenth, and I think it's going to be thirty-seven. So just by the skin of our teeth. Just by the skin of our teeth. Absolutely, uh, Chris. Yeah, I agree with Nathan. I think we're going to be seventeenth. But I do think we will be 17th and can't be caught before we go into the last game of the season. How many points will we have? 38. 38 points. Same question to you, Craig. Yeah, we're going to finish where we are now, 13th. Um, and I think we're going to finish up with with 39 points. 39 points. OK, so there you have it. Um, so, yeah, guys, uh, just to uh, to let down, all of you guys that put in the comments that the word was cathedral, 
You are correct. Absolutely brilliant how uh, the guys have got, all nine have got uh, the word cathedral into there. I mean, I was smiling, the jazz gloves and, you know, Molyneux is quiet as a cathedral. I mean, some brilliant ways have got in, absolutely commendable. And I just want to tell you why I went with cathedral tonight, because the manager, the referee from the last game was surnamed was Salisbury. Salisbury have a cathedral. That's why I kind of went. There's always a link in there somewhere. Guys, we've had, I mean, it's been such a, a well-attended uh, show tonight. If you've watched it live with us, we've done over two hours. We're approaching two hours and 15. It's an epic uh, show. And we've had over 300 with you uh, pretty much live with us the whole way through. If you're watching this back on uh, YouTube on the catch-up, uh, leave your thoughts in the comments section uh, on each of the points. Will I always read them out. I've got a lot of comments to go through over the last few days. Um, absolutely. And if you're listening to it uh, on the Always Walls podcast, it will be up, as always, Monday morning, uh, once the producer's got the uh, the audio and uploaded it. Uh, leave us leave us a comment on the, on um, a rating, a five-star rating, if you enjoy it on, uh, on your podcast provider, because that lets uh, them know that you enjoy it as well. If you've been watching this live or you're watching it back, if you, if you value this sort of content, please smash a like. And if you're new to the channel, all your Wolves news and updates regularly, almost every single day here on Always Wolves. Uh, consider subscribing, supporting the channel. That would be uh, absolutely amazing. Um, Chris, Nathan uh, and Craig and all of the guests tonight, thank you ever so much uh, for coming on and speaking your mind. That's what it's all about. Um, final final words, um, each one of you, if you can some, some 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 give us some hope in one sentence to say goodbye. Nathan first. You shouldn't come to me for hope, Dave. That's the the, the last person you want to come to. Um, look, we've we've had we've had a couple of good performances in the last few weeks. You know, Tottenham, Liverpool, were real highlights of the season. Who's to say we can't have a couple more of those again? And you know what? Johnny was bloody good against Tottenham. That was his one and only game this season. I think he's act he was actually okay. He's been awful for the rest of it and doesn't deserve a place in the squad. But I think going forward, we are a we are a team that, you know, have some real lows and some real highs. And I think there's going to be just two or three more real highs in the season, hopefully starting at Forest and then carrying on to Chelsea. And who knows, you know, we, we could have enough points by the time we uh hopefully get to Arsenal and, uh, and Everton, those last two games, because they're going to be tough. So, uh, yeah, I'm optimistic-ish, but um, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? How many more cliches can I chuck into one sentence? I don't know, we'll, 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 have to try and, we'll have to try and do that. That was a very long one sentence as well, Nathan. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> sorry. Uh, Chris, uh, one paragraph then, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's important that we come on here, Dave, when we... Um, when it's not going so well and not just come on here when it's all going well. Yeah, get, absolutely. You know, we've got we've got to talk about it. And I, I've enjoyed coming on and talking about it because I've been right miserable this weekend. But um, I I still got hope and we've got to remember what the club motto is. And if we keep that in our minds, then we might get there. Let's hope we do. And Craig, final chapter, of paragraph, not a chapter, bloody hell, <laughs> paragraph uh, to you to finish up on. Straight to the team, Miss Dave. Stop smiling. Start snarling. Oh, I like that. I should. I think I should have a T-shirt done with that on. 
Hey, I think I'm going to put that in my uh, office on the wall to motivate all my troops. Stop smiling. Start smiling. I quite like it. Maybe I'll get a T-shirt with that on. <laughs> hey, I like it. Right. Anyway, guys, absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, love to you and your families. Love to your moms uh, around the world and any moms that are watching tonight uh, as well. Because I know we have people from all over the world that watch. It's, uh, it's Mother's Day here in the UK. Keep the faith. Out of darkness cometh light. Let's put it all behind us now. Enjoy the next couple of weeks. And then let's get to forest. And let's really take the axe to their trees and cut them down to the size that they want to be, that they need to be, and get those three points by any means necessary. If we have to have a siege mentality, it starts now. We need to survive in this league and build for next year. Until the next one, from all of us, Always wolves. Always wolves. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.